Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. This meeting of the movie council is now in session. Hello, movie fans, and welcome back to the Movie Council Podcast. My name is Tim Sherry. Once again, in the hosting chair tonight, we have a very special edition tonight. Once again, it's going to be hard-hitting, action-packed, star-studded, because we are talking about, wait for it, fucking exorcisms. Wait for it! <laughs> That's exorcisms, baby. That's why everyone loves a good exorcism. Spooky. I have <laughs> exercise the demons. We're doing that shit tonight. We're going to have a good time. It's in honor of Halloween. We're going to talk about some uh, exorcism movies, some really, uh, obviously some classics, some new ones. We're going to get into it. Shit might get a little, a little creepy tonight, I'm hoping. All right? Very creepy. Before we get into that, let's, let's go through the lineup. Let's talk to the boys, the players, the esteemed colleagues let's start it off with my coo my right hand man he is the reigning defending undisputed best movie guy on the planet my big bro the hot shot banker mr andrew sherry what's going on buddy how are you remember when ellen burst was hot <laughs> well yeah like last week hey she's still alive <laughs> i don't know <laughs> That's something maybe we should have researched before we started this shit tonight. I, I, I have no idea. She looked she, she did look I'm terrific. Looking, yeah, I'm looking her up on IMDb here. I don't know. But she, you know, in, in the 1973 Exorcist, she looked oh no, she's in that um I think she shows up in that uh that new one, Believer or whatever. Well, I know there's archive. I think footage, she has a cameo so. in it. Oh, okay. All right. Well, you know what? I'd, I'd still hit it. Uh, yeah, yeah she, she looked she looked lovely in the seventies. Good God, that's a good point, AJ. <laughs> what else? What else is going on over there? You, you, you ignorant slut! You, what's going on? You, you work this week? Yeah, just you know, work's been kind of a drag. You know, I, oh, I still don't. I still don't have an office to go to. Yuck! They uh, still haven't. You know, we're, we're waiting on a power situation with with the national grid. So Fun. it's uh, months, months. Uh, it's been dragging on for months now. So fucking unions. Hey, we national, may, <laughs> yeah. national we may, is always such a joy to deal with, aren't they? So we may my boss well, my boss's boss is cautiously optimistic that we'll open before the end of the year, but not entirely sure I shared that optimism. So Yeah, we'll, see. well Well, listen, someone else is optimistic because he AJ, fucking hold on to your hat. All right. This motherfucker worked five straight days this week can you oh. believe eight hours eight hours Ooh. each can you believe that shit he also happens to be no. a, an award-winning producer and editor of podcasting nation he is uh he is also my big bro the hardest working man on this podcast dp how you doing buddy how was work oh i uh, you know what actually went quite well i i had a decent week like i said i mean five days in a row something fucking baby. a that's that for the birds but mm-hmm. you know what i dealt with it i'm okay with it you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but uh yeah uh it was nice i got i got five full days in a row of uh 
teaching typewriter maintenance at yeah. the uh, Rocco Clubo School for Women. <laughs> so, and that, that is a, a joke just for the Booker Man. Yeah. What up, I, Pat? <laughs> they, do you think that's a real place? <laughs> Probably not, but I, I, mean, I wish it was. <laughs> could be. Could be. Well, DP, I'm happy you're back to work. Happy we're back yeah. on the podcast. Didn't and, stop uh, you from your podcasting duties. You still hammered that no. shit out last week. Uh, I did. It was a little late. Sorry. I kind of, I, I, I was thrown off by uh, my new schedule. Yeah. But, you know, but <laughs> even with the new schedule, I'm able to check our, uh, you know, email and our social media where everyone can find us. We are at Movie Council Pod on all the socials. I mean, Instagram's kind of our jam. Like, that's where we do the most. So mm-hmm. find us on Instagram. Uh, Everywhere else, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and uh, make sure you send us send the emails to moviecouncilpod at gmail dot com, and uh, yeah, you subscribe and rate and review the podcast. It helps us out. That's right. In fact, you even your boy over here got involved with the uh, with with Instagram the other day. Can That's right. That? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm picking up I, the slack. For I Danny. made a I made a fucking appearance. I actually did some work. <laughs> something. I mean, a little effort. A little effort goes a long way. I think personally. It does. Anyway, let's. Uh, you know, oh, I know oh, been waiting oh, for boy. it. Oh boy! I know, DP. You had a very, very stressful, hardworking week. I know you've been waiting for this one. Let's swing it on down to Charlotte. Let's talk to my boy. <laughs> My bro, excuse me, my brother from another mother, the very handsome, the very sexual, the very, I ran out of superlatives, but he is the smooth talking Southern gentleman, Mr. Marky Bondurant. What's up, bud? Hey, guys. Um, You know, I appreciate the superlatives as always, but it just dawned on me. If I'm your brother from another mother, Mm. then what does that make my relationship to my wife? Hmm. Is it, uh, are we related? Very creepy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> From the South, so. No, well, that's the thing. I, I think you might be, you might be overthinking this one. Okay. Uh, I mean, she's, I, the, I, if it's, it's her fault. I mean, it's, she's fucked up, you know, I'm from the South. I get a pass, so. That's true. Her. That's true. Well, she's lived in the South long enough that I think, you know, just yeah. by, by, just by being there long enough, you kind of turn into a fucking weirdo. Yeah, that's the thing I was I was thinking uh, osmosis, of. Osmosis, right? Well, that's yeah. the thing I was thinking of while I was watching the Exorcism movies this week. It was like the first thing that popped in my head. I'm like, I bet your Marky's family has been privy to one of these things at some point. <laughs> I, 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 I'm pretty sure your dad is is, is... a couple exorcisms in, in the. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. We need an old priest and a young priest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's got. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, he, I know your dad was fucking throwing holy water on some demon at some point. I can just see it. <laughs> Marky is we're not Catholic. Boy. You guys are the ones that are Catholic. We're not Catholic either. Yeah, we're not Catholic. Well, you're from Boston. I That's thought you just, just automatically, yeah. yeah no, 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 we're Episcopalian. Uh, yeah, but yeah. half our family did go to Catholic school. That's true. AJ and Heidi both went, like, what, four or five years of Catholic school? Five yep. years. DC yeah. years. So. DP went for a year. I did, and then... <laughs> Even the Catholics are like get this fucker out of yeah, here. Yeah, he fucking grew horns. <laughs> no redeeming. Yeah, they, the they, they excommunicated him. Yeah, the crosses are turning upside down. Yeah, fucking yeah. Well, anyways, we're gonna get into all that stuff in just a few minutes. Like I said, the opening, we got some uh, some exorcism movies. We're gonna talk about some good, some bad, some indifferent. We're gonna get to that. But uh, DP, can you cue it up, please? Because we gotta get uh, we're gonna get Marky going here to do his little his little segment, Marky. Hold on a second, DP. 
Marky, what do you got for us? Tonight on the Movie Council Podcast News. We'll go through this quick. First, we'll uh, race through these obituaries. A couple guys died. Uh, mm. One of them went by the name of Richard Browntree, more famously known oh, as shit. Shaft. Yeah, he yeah. died at the I age. I didn't of- hear about that. Mm-hmm. Fuck. You missed a Roundtree. He <laughs> did. Um, the other guy, Richard Mall, DP, you may be the one. Oh, about this. Oh, from oh, no. uh, Night Court. Oh, you guys. Okay. You know what I knew him from as yeah. uh, Two Face slash Harvey Dent from the Batman animated series. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He was 80 years old. He is no longer with yeah. us. Oh, um, Beast Bolt. Yeah. So yeah, I loved Night Court. That was I've never my, seen that it. That was my jam back in the day. That's funny. Um, got a couple of just uh random movie news here. I think I may have mentioned this to you guys earlier, but the movie Highlander, they're making a, a Highlander reboot hmm. with Henry oh, Cavill shit. as the lead. Speaking and of still- Richard Mall, he was-, was in like I think it was the first episode of the Highlander series. Interesting. He was like the main bad guy in it. Huh. Why I remember that, I don't know. But yeah, I was yeah, a you fan fucking of the encyclopedia. Highlander. Yeah. <laughs> of nerd shit. Yeah. <laughs> so mm-hmm. Mark, I love the Highlander. I um, thought the, that's like, gonna be Yeah. That's Got gonna it. be directed by uh, Chad Stilhesky. Oh fuck yeah. So, I the John Wick John Wick dude, right? That's him. Yep. Fuck yeah. And then uh some other news moving forward about the movies here. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 2 has been delayed to May 2025 and oh. A Quiet Place Day 1, which is going to be a sequel in the Quiet Place series, has been delayed to summer of 2024. Both of those hmm. because of the actor strike, which is now on day 106, I believe. Um, okay. Yeah. So those are getting pushed back. You know, I thought that they uh, finished the Mission Impossible part one and two like together but uh apparently not so that's got a it's you know more than a year out from the the previous one's release uh the movie the killer i know i've talked to you guys about this maybe just in text or something but it's the new david fincher movie it's mm-hmm. uh briefly released to theaters it's going to be on netflix november 10th uh it's michael fassbender is the lead and he plays an assassin reviews are um, good i think I, th- I feel like i looked that up the trailer just came out. I just saw that. Like, uh, I think the trailer came out earlier today. Yeah, 89% right now on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, nice. Like to hear it. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I love, you know, I love Fastbender. David Love Fincher does a, mm-hmm. uh huh. Yeah. David Fincher does a really dark movie. And this movie is about Fastbender playing an assassin. I think it's going to be, it sounds like a great combo. I'm Marky, excited for it. Marky, it has like, it has like movie council, movie of the year written all fucking oh, yeah. over it. I'm, I'm chubbed up all over yeah. this thing. Yeah. yeah. So I, I heard that uh, Fastbender's tough to get because he is really into car racing. Hmm. He's he, dr- he races cars. That's really? uh seems. I don't know why, but it just seems to make sense. Like he's just like a. I, I don't know this weird European I, dude that just races. Yeah, yeah races yeah. old BMWs or something. Yeah, I don't know exactly what what he's involved in, but I I. I heard that when I was listening to a review on The Killer, which was mostly positive. But yeah. So he turns he's... down roles because he's got uh, 24-hour races already scheduled or something? That's sort of like, I think that's like the primary motivation in his life. And acting is sort of like secondary. 
pays pays for the cars. That's you know, you know that's gonna ultimately be his demise, right? You know that's how <laughs> Michael Fassbender is gonna die within the next four years. Oh no, a fiery car wreck. But I I just figured his giant cock would weigh him down. Yeah, you know, the car would be really... too heavy to race. You know? Yeah, right. Yeah, spin out of a corner. Yeah, it was off the center of balance. It's like a third leg. Yeah, I, I don't have all the details on the car racing, but I that's 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 what I hear. Interesting. That's pretty About cool. Him, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, shit. If I had the money and the time, I'd be doing that too. That sounds like a lot of fun. Hmm. Um, but that's coming out November tenth to Netflix. And then uh, last bit of news was just another trailer I saw. It's also a, a Netflix movie. You know, it's these ones that they're doing a, a brief theatrical release, and then they're coming out here at the end of the year. Uh, this movie is called "Leave the World Behind," and it's uh, Ethan Hawke, Julia Roberts, Mahershala Ali. And my Hala, I think is how you say her name. And it looks the the trailer just came out today as well. It looks trippy as shit. That comes out December eighth, and it's done by a guy, the same guy that uh, wrote and directed Mr. Robot. I don't know if you guys ever watched yeah, that, but I watched the first two seasons. Yeah, was that popular? Did you like it? It was good. It, it, you know, it got a little kind of trailed off in the second yeah, season. Yeah, it kind of went off the deep end and lost me too. But yeah, that first season was fucking excellent. Ridiculous, yeah. 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 So the uh his name's Sam something. Uh it starts this mm. starts the last name starts with an M, I think. Yeah. Um uh, but he's the writer Sam and director Mendes? of this movie. No. No, he that's the other not that's, that's yeah. the director, yeah. Yeah. But it, it is close to that. It's like M E H E L something like that. I don't know. I, I saw his name earlier today, but I'm not familiar with Mr. Robot. Um, but that's all I got for news. A couple of Netflix movies coming up. Uh, look exciting. Yeah. Uh, Actor Strike still going on over 100 mm-hmm. days now. It's starting to push out uh, movies that were in production. Playing those by a year plus. So, And then we got Highlander reboot. Henry Cavill. Chaz Tell Husky. Down. That is um, awesome. By the way, it's uh, Sam Esmail. Esmail, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that sounds right. Um uh, speaking of that, uh, Marky, we talked. We were kind of talking about this last week about a lot of good movies that are coming out. Killers of the Flower Moon right now, ninety three percent on Rotten Tomatoes from the critics, eighty five from the audience. Ooh, buddy. The new um, Alexander Payne movie, uh, Paul Giamatti, The Holdovers, it's in select theaters right now, ninety six percent on Rotten Tomatoes right now, only from the critics. There's no audience score yet, but that's looking good. And I'll say one more thing that the strike fucked us on. The new Beverly Hills Cop movie has been fucking delayed as well, and they're all in it. All of them, fucking your boy DP Rosemont is in it. Uh, Rosewood, sir. <laughs> He's in it, right? Fucking John Ashton's in it, and they're all coming back, and that's gotten delayed as well. So that blows. So, um, yeah. So I think that's it. We can probably get into the uh, the flicks this week, right? Unless anybody's got anything else. That's it for me. Uh, Let's do it. Yeah. I'll check like I mentioned in the intro, uh, we did we're talking exorcisms this week because well, by the time we drop this, it's probably either going to be the Halloween or the day before. Um, mm-hmm. and, and people like scary shit. Uh, and exorcism is scary. A lot of exorcism movies are very scary. Speaking of which, we're going to kick this one off tonight with the ultimate exorcism movie. I mean, the fucking gold standard, the first one. The and granddaddy of them all. This is it, baby. The we're Rose Bowl. Off. Yeah, of, we're kicking off with of WrestleMania movies. tonight, baby. <laughs> WrestleMania season. So um, this is obviously the 1973 The Exorcist, the William Friedkin Exorcist. Now, shockingly, Marky and DP had never seen this, right? Going into this, this week. True. Um, I actually it. hadn't seen it in probably about 20 years. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I saw it when it got re-released into theaters when I was in college. Um, and I think I might have watched it one night with AJ too, because I don't know if you guys yeah, know. Was... AJ got it when uh, Blockbuster. You, are you guys familiar with Blockbuster video? Yeah, I'm, um, I've heard of it. I, I, you could like was... rent stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Movies. That was the director's cut. So in the director's cut, if you guys uh, watched it on Max, you wouldn't have seen yes. this additional scene where Linda Blair walks like upside down yeah. backwards on her hand. Yeah, like in a bridge. Yeah. yeah, down oh, the really? stairs. Like they, yeah. they added that in. It's a director's cut thing. Fucking yeah. scary ah. as hell. It was really Why scary. Why would they not have that in the original? I don't well, know. When I Nicole watched it with me, and she's like, what the fuck happened to the crab walk scene? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was in the director's cut why. that got released in the yeah. early 2000s. Ah. You could probably YouTube oh, wow. that shit. It's scary as fuck. Um, I I used to have the DVD, the director's cut DVD. Mm-hmm. I don't know where I stashed it when I moved here to Framingham, but um, yeah, the director's yeah, it was cut excellent. It was excellent. Didn't yeah. come out until early two thousands. Yeah, yeah, and, wow. and they re released they re released yeah. it two thousand two, two thousand three. I want like yeah, that. it was around there because I was dating that lunatic when I was. And that was only my freshman and sophomore year of college. If so it was oh three, that would be the thirty year. Right anniversary, so, so that, that it was an anniversary edition. I feel like so. I want to yeah. say I, I, I they packaged say it, it. They did package it. I think that way. I want to say it was earlier than that, but I, I could be wrong again because they limited. I mean, I've had lots of limited, I think they okay. limited theater released it. Mm-hmm. HF, did you I mention like, that? I was yeah. going to say ninety eight would be the twenty five year reunion, which too early. Track more? You think it was too early? It was too early. I was at Blockbuster. I was my run at Blockbuster was ninety nine to oh four. Doesn't matter. Okay. Wait, thing. well, ho, 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 like ho, ho, ho. No, no. AJ, no. you worked at Blockbuster? <laughs> first stretch, first stretch. Yeah. AJ, I, f- I feel like I watched that with you in, in that like extra spare room we had in Burlington with that when you asked you got that creepy yellow chair from the Salvation <laughs> Army. Remember that? We <laughs> when I got direct TV, you know, we <laughs> yeah, we watched the Sunday Sunday ticket. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was fucking great. I think we watched it in there. Um, but anyway, I wanna I wanna run <laughs> um, right. I wanna run through some um just some quick things about the movie before we get into it just so people can understand the impact that this movie actually had on the on the uh, movie industry um rotten tomatoes 78 critics 87 audience um directed by william freakin who two years earlier had won um his movie the french connection had won best picture uh wow uh he also did to live and die in la and then he did blue chips fuck uh, you know the Nick Nolte right, Shack Nick Nolte Shack oh, right, movie. Right, yeah. I saw that movie in theaters. It's a weird. Like, what a the Exorcist and then Blue Chips. I mean, not back to back, but still. Um. Anyways, even French Connection, it's it, an Oscar winner. It had a four uh twelve million dollar budget, and on its opening week alone, did one hundred ninety three million dollars in the box office. The crazy part is that the movie actually got delayed. They wanted to release it late summer, early fall, and it got delayed. So The Exorcist, the original Exorcist, came out the week after Christmas. Oh, wow. And, and so they were pissed about it because they thought it was going to it was gonna flop because of that. But what really happened was everybody was on vacation, and so everybody went and saw it. It actually, for a- any movie that was ever released the week after Christmas, this was the second highest grossing movie in that week. The only one that beat it is Titanic. Yeah. Right, so overall, if you take in the original release, the other th- th- releases, the DVDs, the VHS, um, the streaming rights, if you take inflation into account, this movie has grossed over eight and a half billion dollars since Jesus its release. Jesus Christ! 
Um, what else? Uh, it was, believe it or not, for a horror, it was nominated for 10 Oscars. It uh, it won Best Screenplay. Um, oh, I forget the guy's name. He's a more of a novelist than anything. His name's escaping me. Uh, it also won Best Sound. Um, Linda Blair and William Friedkin both won Goldens for it. Uh, and I think that's it for now. Also, Linda Blair, um, in her 60s now, single, looks wonderful. If for some crazy reason, Linda, you're listening, call me any anytime. She looks terrific. Apparently she was on Masked Singer at some point. Oh, was she? Yeah. Yeah, that's always very fringe uh, 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 celebrities. It's like uh, Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, uh, the movie council recently is following Linda Blair on uh, Instagram. So again, for some reason... She's got an agent. Yeah, yeah, you want to... Or if she wants to, like, I don't know, get a a drink sometime or, or like, (laughs) coffee or... uh, What, you know... Anyway, anyways... um, so you're, re- here's, you're reaching. I'm, I'm well. Desperation's a stinky cologne, AJ. All right? <laughs> well, so let's get into this. I, I gotta know. I gotta know. And DP, I love you to death. But Marky's like the horror, the resident horror guy. Um, so Marky, what did you think? You watched it this week for the first time, and you gotta remember, let's take it by 1973 standards, okay? You can't, you know, it's, this isn't fucking Tony Collette Mar- across Mar- the goddamn side. Mar- Give Marky credit; he loves the thing. So that's true, Marky. What are your it's an eighties uh, film? Your uh, initial thoughts, and I think we got probably a lot to talk about. But what are your initial thoughts on The Exorcist? So, right, this is my first time watching it earlier this week, and I think I, I don't know why it took me so long to get around to watching it. But everyone's always said about you know it's the the creepiest movie, the OG scary movie. It still creeps me out. Uh, even to this day, it holds up. It's all fucked up, blah, blah, blah. And it was overhyped for me. I was expecting something to really blow my socks off. And um, I know I'm looking at it through uh, a sepia lens, right? 1973. That's a long time ago. So with that in mind, all these things would have been done for the first time right and would have made people piss their pants yeah but friends of mine and some of you guys are guilty of this too have said things like i just mentioned you know the movie still holds up it still scares the shit out of me and i was expecting i was expecting more out of it i thought that there was going to be something that really fucking shook me and it was you know the the scary stuff really it was condensed in the last quarter of the movie or less. It was really it happens all at the end. It's very small. There's little pieces here and there, but they're not that creepy. And then there were other aspects of the story that I was expecting them to follow up on, and they didn't. Like the the intro, the beginning of the movie got me hooked. Where uh. Father Marin is out in northern Iraq and he's doing this archaeological dig and he finds this weird talisman and weird shit starts to happen around him. That was spooky. I thought that was rad and I was excited to see where that went and I had no idea that was in the movie. And then nothing. That never comes back up. You see Father Marin two-thirds or uh, three-quarters of the way through the movie and he pops back up and great to see him again. Uh, And then he more or less dies kind of um very undramatic mm. right he just uh 
perishes like an old man, just, just kind of just falls down dead. Um, and on top of that, and again, I know it's a 1973 film, but the sound editing, at least for me watching it at home on just regular TV speakers, the sound editing was extremely annoying. Uh, at times, the 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 character audio, the actor audio, seemed like it was picked up from a boom mic and not a very good one. Like it wasn't audio that was added in in editing. So sometimes in a scene, the audio from the characters would be really low and I would crank it up and then like a door would shut and it would blow yeah, my, it would blow my right. fucking speakers out. That did happen to me a couple of times today. Cause I rewatched it today. That did happen mm-hmm. to me a couple of times. Um, acting was great. Uh, overall plot. I mean, no, I, I don't think I can, I can say that because, uh, you know, where did, how did Re- Reagan, Linda Blair, where did she get possessed from? They never touched on that. Mm-hmm. Um, there was there was some kind of glaring plot holes for me, and uh, the cinematography was probably the best part. Um, the characters were great, but everything else in my in my opinion, oh, and the special, you know, that's that's that was I I do very much appreciate. Like uh, AJ mentioned, my. Um, my love for the thing, the 1980 something version of the thing. I love that John Carpenter and I love practical effects. And this, these are some old ones and they're great. I really appreciate seeing that craft, that old school craft where people, you could see a lot of love and care into what they did, the makeup and the fucking projectile vomiting, the bed levitation, all that stuff. That's fun. I love it. But Outside those aspects, uh, I thought the movie was boring. And I, because so many people had hyped it up for me for so long, I was expecting it to be this top king daddy, scariest movie of all time. And Mark, and, you, you got Blair Witched is what happened. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. You're exactly right. So there were aspects of the movie that I did like and I could appreciate, but there were some other parts that it was hard for me to get over. And I it, maybe it was because it was dated, but uh, I've seen some other older movies that I didn't feel like that this way with that. So um, I hate to offend anybody, but I did not care for the original Exorcist. DP, you in the same boat? All right. Um, I'll start off by saying from like a filmmaking standpoint, it was really good. Like, like Marcus said, the practical effects, um, the makeup, the cinematography, the direction, the acting, all of it was great. But yeah, the story, I mean, like the first at least hour, a little more than hour of the movie was such a slog and felt so disjointed. And then nothing paid off either. Like, uh, but you know, Mark kind of said it like you don't know where this demon came from and why it fucking took over Reagan. Um, but like that second half, that last like 
35, 40 minutes were fucking awesome. The whole, the exorcism scenes were fucking great. And yeah, the bed shaking and goddamn, did she look fucking creepy and scary by the end? Her face all fucked up and, Mm -hmm. you know, and some of the shit, like when she was just stabbing herself in the crotch being like the crucifix yeah like that's fucked up oh my god like that that shit was disturbing yeah that gave me the shivers yeah but like overall it was just kind of i don't know like it's so long to get into it yeah (laughs) and and then all the shit like the, the priest's mother dying and like I couldn't even follow what the fuck was going on with that. Like, I was so confused about him and his mother and whether he was in New York or in Washington, D.C. And like, but TP, TP, it was confusing and fucked up. And I, I, it drove me nuts. But TP, that actor that played that priest, couldn't you the whole time just picture him sending Rudy into the game? <laughs> that's him, that, baby. That's Coach that, Carcinian. Okay. That's funny. He's like, all right, go. Yeah. <laughs> so you didn't like it, but, DP? I I didn't like it, but I appreciated it. I wish you, you guys had mean? seen like, it a long time ago. Uh, I really do. Uh, yeah, because, I think you're desensitized. That's yeah, exactly it, what it is. Big time. And I'll save a lot of commentary for when we talk about the Pope's exorcist, Uh because I saw so many fucking similarities. Oh, they're all like that, though. Yeah. yeah, And like, yeah, we'll we'll get into it more later. But um, yeah, yeah, like I appreciated the filmmaking. I didn't enjoy the movie, though. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, You know, like mm -hmm. it really it was a slog and there's so much wasted, wasted time. Like, right. That never paid off, never made a difference, and just like annoyed the shit out of me. And okay, if, yeah. Oh, sorry, real yeah. quick before we move on, I think uh, TW touched on it. The desensitized is not just the uh, the horror aspect or the gore or the disturbing visual effects, um, which we are desensitized to because they every movie after that is trying to outdo the previous one. Mm-hmm. But it's also the language. So at that time, that would have been, because when this movie when I played, it, I was like, "Oh, this is rated R." I thought they'd rated everything PG back then, but it's because of the fucking language. I mean, that is some gnarly language. But I'm also desensitized to that just because of the type of comedians I listen to, other you know, comedy right. movies. Rock- I mean, even movies. down to just that, like the fact that in 1973. Seeing a 12-year-old girl yeah. use that kind of language was fucking shocking. The, the, like, now it's like, you know, just go onto YouTube, you know? Like, right. come on. GP, the, the thing, too, I was, like, doing some re- other research on it, too. Like, there were people that were literally fainting in the movie theater. Mm-hmm. There was a report that a woman had a fucking miscarriage during it. Like, <laughs> like I swear to God, people were, like, throwing up and mm-hmm. running out and screaming and, like... People were fucking horrified of this movie. So, yeah. and again, it was, you know, a long time ago. Things are, are very different now. And and it's, I mean, when I saw it, it was the first exorcism movie I've ever seen. You know, right. so you guys have seen others. But AJ, mm-hmm. uh, rebuttal. Oh, it's not so much a rebuttal. Like, I, I obviously seen the film. Um, I saw it, you know, 
20 years ago, um, which was well after it released, obviously. The movie's, you know, 50 years old. Sci-Fi's 50 years old this year. Yeah. Um, wow. Wow. So, you. <laughs> almost, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, it came out the year I was born, right? It came out after I was born, right? Because it was the week after Christmas. Yeah, yeah. So, I think I, I developed, I watched it again this week, and I developed more of like a deeper appreciation for it as I, you guys use the, well, I think TP used the word slog. I'll use the words slow burn. Mm-hmm. Right. As mm-hmm. I was watching the film, I got this deeper uh, appreciation for the slow burn that this story was to me. To me. Yeah. Uh, uh, none of those things paid off, though. That's the problem. Like, they set all this stuff up and then they paid it off. Can I finish? Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, finish. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. You're a racist. Uh, man. Uh, you are okay. a racist. Okay, I'm finished. <laughs> okay. Um yeah, it's fine if the I mean you pay off whatever. I just I really love the whole like she took the um uh Reagan to like the medical doctors. They couldn't figure it out. Then they psychiatrists and like the just the, the um progression of of what Reagan what was happening to Reagan and the progression of like uh what they would what they were resorting to to try to like you know quote unquote exercise her of whatever this was right so i think i and i and i did somebody mentioned this earlier the acting was i thought was terrific throughout um and i had a i developed a deeper like appreciation for that too like the acting i thought was really really good um so I, I was I was just a fan of all of that, and then, you know, yeah, I'm also desensitized. Right, I'm desensitized to all the language and all the, you know, even the violence, even like the 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 practical effects, like even the the demonic, you know, um, you know, possession part of it, like mm-hmm. all that, and you know, and it didn't terrify me the way it terrified me 20 years ago. But sure. I I sort of like looked at it as I was watching this, like. It was yes, it was horror, but it was more like uh, it had more of a dramatic feel to it versus the way it was presented to me than just horror. So, you know, I, I'm just saying, like, I looked at it from a different lens twenty years later, and I found some appreciation. Yes, I agree, Marky, with the, you know, the um, the editing was rough. Um, the sound parts were like the sound editing was like really rough at parts. I like cranked my TV up to a hundred at one point because like yeah, at one I've never point, had Linda, my TV so Linda, Linda Blair's character was in the background. She was talking, and I could barely hear her. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know because she was too far away from the the boom mic or whatever. Um, so I agree with all of that, but I can give some of that a pass because of the stuff that I really did appreciate on the second viewing. Like I, I still enjoyed it a lot. So. That's what I'll say. Um, real quick, TW, before you go, I just remembered something I wanted to add. I feel like I was misled by the lack of the theme song. You know, that's I've never seen the movie, but I always knew. Yeah, there was right that I that knew scene. That, yeah, the guy with the hat coming up to the gate and the music, and yeah. If I feel Maybe like you wait for that. I feel like if they would have sprinkled that song in more often, I would have been a little bit happier with the my viewing experience. They barely gave me a taste of the song. Now I gotta go to YouTube and look it up. I want more. 
Yeah, ringtone. Anyways, there, yes. thank you. Yeah. So I, uh, again, I saw it a long time ago, and it, it scared the absolute fucking pants off me when I saw it. Um, like, I remember being in the theater and laughing at the beginning, like, because she's just, like, calling everyone a cunt and, like, you know, just telling all the medical professionals that they're pieces of shit and, like, that whole thing. So a lot of people... Rated on the rug. Yeah, like, yeah, a lot of people were kind of... A lot of people in the theater, remember, like, a lot of people were snickering at the beginning. But by, but like, the halfway point, like, nobody was fucking snickering anymore. Like, right. and then we're, we all walked out of there, like, all uncomfortable around each other. Like, what the fuck? All and quiet. I watched it. I literally watched it a couple hours ago before before we started. And right when we were done, I, I took the dog outside. I was, like, creeping over my shoulder and shit. Like, the movie still gave me the fucking willies. Um, it... I. I, I thought I still thought it was really good. And yeah, AJ, I, I agree with you, the slow burn, especially the progression of Linda Blair, because I started looking at like little things too, how she like slowly started misbehaving at the beginning. Remember, like she steals the candy in the kitchen mm-hmm. and then like there's some other shit going on. Like she's like she's she's like asking her mother some risque questions about like the guy she's dating and stuff like that. She's like kind. It's almost like it started. It had already kind of started to possess her very early on at a, at a light level and then started to work its way, obviously, to where it did. And then That's... and then there was some like really like those scenes. And I know, like, like you said, we talked about we're desensitized. But that first scene when she first the first time uh, um, Evelyn Burson, Ellen Burson gets the shit kicked out of her, which there's a few times, but. Remember, like she's she's in the bed the first time her head fucking spins around and looks at her like mm-hmm. that, and she's like, "Your cunting daughter." Remember, like that part that creeped mm-hmm. me the fuck out. And more, I think more because like the voice didn't even sound demonic. The voice sounded like like a Monty Python character, like it freaked mm-hmm. like a fucking soccer hooligan or something. It was so <laughs> weird. It just your cunting daughter. I was like, first of all, that's not a word, but like it was still like <laughs> it was it was so. That fucked me up. I was like, that's that's really crazy. And then, yeah, Marky, like we talked about, I'm, I'm sad that you guys didn't get to see the crab walk. Look that shit up right. on YouTube. It's so creepy. <laughs> it's so, that was the part in the theater where I was even like, yeah, I might bail on this one. I might get the fuck out of here. Um, I still loved it. I still thought it was a really great movie. I thought um, I'm not shocked that it's made the money that it's made. I'm not shocked that it had the success that it did, especially um, – with the uh with the academy i i feel like back in the 70s and stuff like that with those movies we have plot holes i feel like you, you kind of get away with that shit back sure. then where people like nowadays like well, well you know i think back then a director would somebody would be like well you didn't tell us what happened with that and the director would be like well maybe that's because it was none of your fucking business you think <laughs> yeah. <of> that? <laughs> ever consider that no one fucking cares what you think you know so i think that's what they used to think that back the then. press conference <laughs> everyone's smoking and yelling at each other yeah like, yeah maybe <laughs> i didn't want to fucking tell you where the demon came from go fuck yourself <laughs> that's how it, that's how it used to be and now it's like now everyone has to explain themselves about right. everything now so. and you you're true that's very right i mean now like if if the entire story is not buttoned up then people will ream the shit out of it unless oh, yeah. it's yeah. In, unless intentionally left open and they have more access to do so because back in the day if you had to go to the library to get an encyclopedia <laughs> to look up why someone might be <laughs> yeah. wrong Exactly. You're not going to bother, but exactly, you fucking tap your goddamn yeah. thumb, and right. you can find you out all, everything. Yeah, you have all the access you want now, and you know yeah. all the ability to like, yeah. troll, troll like the director on, on Instagram. <laughs> right. exactly. it's, the problem, it's, yeah. it's the whole problem with society in general these days. <laughs> right? so, like, but but uh, there were some other stuff too. Like, remember when she was like speaking in tongues, and it really you then he, he they played it. Right. And she was speaking backwards. 
Dude, yeah. like that was fucking scary. I'm sorry, that shit's scary. Like that's really fucking creepy. And uh yeah, I think for 1973 too, like some of the the effects I thought were were pretty good. Um yeah, they use a lot of practical yeah. effects, which I I yeah, always I appreciate it, some good yeah, practical. Yeah, I found of all the exorcism movies I watched, believe it or not, I found this one the most realistic. Sure. And mm. um so I, I just I don't know I, I I still liked it still freaked me the fuck out when I watched it earlier I kept being like hey Pume come in I gotta show you something and then like fucking uh, I'd have Linda Blair on the screen their face all fucked up and Pume just <laughs> sprinted out of here like she just so um it was, it was so that was worth it but um the huh. the, uh, the the I still think it holds up I still think it's really scary um I still love it still one of my favorites well I yeah. can I, I can understand classic why yeah. it's loved so much yes i can understand i could see it for its classic value um but like i started out my my whole rant with i've just been uh i've i've been uh i've seen too much other stuff it's been overhyped for me <laughs> you've it's, seen too much <laughs> yeah you know it, you know and that's the problem right because i've <laughs> seen every other exorcist movie that uses the same tricks that this movie yeah. did. Right. It's yeah. caught well Dick, it's copying it. I it mean, is it's, it's it, the most sincerest form of flattery, obviously, but like yeah, it, what else is there to do? Like I feel like we'll get into Pope's exorcist, so I don't want to bury the lead or anything. Like I don't want to get into it too soon. But like yeah, they, there's uh, all these exorcist movies, like they're they're using that blueprint like in so many different ways that we can bring we we can like we can we can like do shot for shot comparisons and stuff like yeah. you know what they're doing and then at, maybe when we get done talking uh, with the other two movies we can mention more of you know yeah all the other ones that have taken from what they have taken from this one but speaking of um, I won't go into too much detail now uh, or harp on it too much but when they're you can see their breath. When when it's cold in the yep. room mm-hmm. at, near the end of the movie, they must have had it at fucking zero degrees, ten below. <laughs> really, really. God damn, that, I was going to mention that, Marky. Like I was going to mention that was a great. That was a great practical. That was a great practical. It must have been use of practical effects freezing. there. Yeah, I love that. But that also like, I thought that made it scarier because it was just like, it made the room way more like uninviting to enter. You know, just right. that. How chilly it was. How- speaking, speaking of that window, yeah. too. First of all, I don't think that was the smartest thing putting a fucking staircase that long right outside that window. I don't know what fucking <laughs> right? architect needs to be sued for that or putting that window there. I don't know what was there first. But um, the scene with that first of that, first of all, that detective was kind of insufferable. But the, oh, uh, God, yeah. but like, a waste of time in the movie. Yeah. Like, what was it like, all about? When he did explain that when they found the guy that his head was turned all the way around, that gave me the fucking willies too the first time. Like, that was fucking creepy. And I'll just say one other thing and then I'll, and I'll stop because I can go on all night about this movie. But I like the fact that they saved the exorcism part for the last 25 minutes. That was like, because that was like the fucking main event. Like, was everything like else, slow burn though. Everything they, they else didn't... was like, yeah, everything else was like a fucking prelim fight leading up to that that the title fight. And those two those two holy men got the shit kicked out of them in there. Like I mean, they took some bumps, the two of them. Right. The, power, the power of Christ compels you. They I mean, they really I mean, a couple times it looked like like the three stooges in there, but it was like they <laughs> they really took some good falls. Um but I loved Our it. Bed I mean, what is a, on my foot. Well, yeah, like what a war. 
what a fucking war that thing was back and forth. Um, <laughs> but uh, and she was she was throwing haymakers in there. But the it was um, I I I thought it had a good I thought that was a good payoff. And then but yeah, like okay, think about it for a quick second, right? The way it ended, what he did, and I know that 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 has happened in every other fucking exorcism movie, right? But if you had never seen another exorcism movie, and then he did that took the fucking demon in and then killed himself. You guys would have been like, that was fucking awesome. Right. But you'd right. seen it. You've seen it now at that time. It was so fucking original. I mean, no, what I a, thought that part was cool. Was I badass that. ending. I thought right? that was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Really badass. Yeah. So, they stuck, stuck the landing, which is, I mean, it's yeah, important clearly. for a horror film. Yeah. Yeah. Can I also just say that, uh, I started to recognize a lot of, shot for shot spoof scenes from the original scary movie and yeah <laughs> part, part way through i just wanted to stop the exorcist and go watch scary movie yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think i want to stop many movies and want, go watch scary movie a lot okay. of times yeah. that's a good point <laughs> all right well i mean we can go on and on about we fooled around long enough right like we mm-hmm. we, we could we could do tp you have anything else you want to get off your get your chest about the exorcist um no, I, I mean that's just about it. Like he's not the best uh, again, guy in again, the for nothing, folks. The because uh, I want to talk about the differences between that and yeah. the Pope's Exorcist, which we're just about to get into. So as we yeah. talk about that, I'll bring up some of my other thoughts. But... Uh, I have one question for you though, DP, because mm-hmm. you've always been a big supporter of me. You know, you've always had my back you know you've I, like yeah. you really you really think i could do yeah, you're my that, little brother i beat yeah. people up for you when you're yeah. little like you yeah. really think i can do things that i probably can't so right. i'm asking you this question do do you do you think linda blair would go out with me like even oh. now oh yeah definitely yeah i don't i don't yeah. mean the fucked up you know no 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 no, no. i, I mean, mean like, you're, you'd be like a young boy toy for her that's true she, she would like, fucking use you and spit you out that's what i want but, but so she'd that's... go out. Yeah, I figured as much. Okay. So, all right. But yeah, right. should should definitely use you. All right. You so if I were to send her like a direct message from the movie council mm-hmm. um, Instagram account, that's okay. Oh yeah, hundred. Okay, you sure? <laughs> we'll we'll make sure we all, you know, stay out of the way and let you, <laughs> you know, have the back and forth with her. Yeah. Please <laughs> don't. Please don't. Don't, <laughs> don't fucking threaten me with a good time. All right? Please all don't. Right. Well, all right. Well, listen, I I don't even I don't think it's appropriate to to do a five star on this movie. It's a fucking classic. No, it's a classic. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean... It, first of all, you know, anybody who made any money off that movie would probably tell us to go fuck ourselves anyway. So who yeah. right. Well, it, it William is... Friedkin wouldn't because he's dead. Well, a lot of people are dead. A lot of people. Jason Miller's dead. Just died. Yeah. yeah. Um, Anyways, so should we move on? Should we talk about the your, your boy Russell Crowe fucking fighting around the world right? or what? <laughs> yeah, 100%. He does fight around he the world. He's fighting around the world in this, Marky. Let's be honest. Is this in Italy that he's fighting? He, well, it's, part, Italy, he, starts, Spain. Then he goes to Spain. Yeah, Germany. So, um, let, let fighting me, around let, the world. Let me just say something. So the other the, the other one we did, well, we did a few. We, we If we have time for Emily, we'll, we'll get into to our girl too. But um, we... We uh we went fifty years into the future and did 2023's The Pope's Exorcist with Russell Crowe. Came out back in April to the theaters. Let me tell you something about exorcism movies. They do well every mm. fucking time. I don't know if it's just like in the Bible belt or whatever it is, 
But exorcism movies, I know this is like the Bible belt and all, but where yeah. I come from, this is not that big a deal. My cousin Vinny. Wrong. On, Wrong. AJ, go. Come on, seriously? The Bible belt? But where I come from, that's that's my cousin Vinny. No, it's we'll, we'll get back to it. Okay. Here's the thing. Um $18 million. What are you talking budget. about stealing the can of tuna? What are you talking about? It's not. He's like, I know this is a... And then the guy's like, you're going to burn. Oh, okay. <laughs> maybe, maybe someone ripped off my cousin Vinny, no. but he says that same exact thing. We're going to get back this to this This is a, a Bible minute, okay? belt, but where I come, this isn't that big of a deal. And they think that he's talking about murdering mm-hmm. fucking Jimmy at the sack of suds. Ralph Macho <laughs> never says that. He never says that All this right. is the Bible all right. Okay. First of all, it's there's something about Mary. It's Ben Stiller in that fucking scene. Ah, there. Come on, <laughs> I was gonna get to it. <laughs> oh, sorry, AJ. I'm sorry. Sorry. I know this. Is, I know this is the Bible Belt. Remember, he, he fucking said beat the shit out of him. He falls over, and his hood falls over his face. What the hell is wrong with you? All right. Sorry. Um, exorcism movies do well in the box office, just across the board. Because Emily Rose did even better. But this movie, $18 million budget, my guess is the majority of that $18 million went to fucking Russell Crowe. It did $77 million in the box office. Not bad. I mean, even for now, when people would rather sit at home and watch movies, it did it did well. Um, director was a guy named Julius Avery. <clears throat> He's done, he did a movie with Sylvester Stallone recently called Samaritan. And terrible reviews. Oh, that movie was mm. awful. I saw that one. He did a movie called Overlord, had very good reviews. That was, I heard that was, was good. Great. I heard that was good. Yeah. yeah and I mean, did... it's yeah, not go good. Ahead. It's fun. It's right, got... No, no, no. Mark, Marky. Marky, fun is good. Dude, it was, uh, like, yes, it, yes. It was like 81% on Rotten Tomatoes. But, uh, it's, a, it's a Nazi zombie movie. Right. Yes. Yeah, it's a zombie I heard movie. it was fun. Love zombies. Good. It's fun. It's very Whatever. fun. We're, we're going to do a top 10 zombie one of these They're days. It's synonymous. Okay. Fun right. and good. Right. And then he did a movie before that called Son of a Gun with uh, Ewan McGregor and Alicia Vikander. God, it was like solid reviews. Not, I've seen not, that too. Yeah. Um, it was inspired. Believe it or not, the movie's inspired by an actual story that Gabriel Amorth guy was real. He was really the chief exorcist of the of the Vatican. That guy exists. Well, he did. He's dead. Um yeah, that's all I got for that that particular. Let's let's go back the other way. I know Marky, you saw it before. We talked about it, but let's let's swing it back the other way. Um, AJ, you watched the Pope's Exorcist, and I can tell by the look on your face that you hated it. I didn't like it at all. Yeah, <laughs> I thought this film was hot garbage. Like because I thought I thought it was just it just copied so many things, and like it didn't give a shit about its characters. Like it just. I don't know. I just nothing about this appealed to me. Like they didn't touch on the family. That's that was the other thing I was going to say about the original Exorcist was, like, they really did a lot with the characters in that film. Like I really cared about the the characters in that film, and in this one, they they just didn't. They like rushed through. Like they did that whole beginning scene where you like that set up, which was by the way like. Linda Blair was calling for Merrin in The Exorcist, and this other, you know, demon was eventually calling for a Mort. Like, yeah, it's it just yeah. there was so much copying, right? Yeah. Like, the end, what, I mean, right, 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 right. The end, all that stuff, like, same fucking thing. Yeah, the family got no, they got no development whatsoever. Like, they were just 
vessel, like that little kid was just a vessel for the demon to be in. There was no development to it. The mother, I couldn't give a shit, couldn't have cared less about her or the daughter. And, you know, it was all just like a setup for Russell Crowe to fight around the world, whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? writing songs, <laughs> fight around the world. Um, so I didn't like this at all. I didn't think the story was had anything like new to it or original, like different to say, or there was nothing fun about it, or and it wasn't scary. There was nothing really scary about it except some like cheap jump scares here and there when the daughter was like you know, creeping around the house and, and, you know, and then they just, you know, and then they did do a crab walk. I think the kid did a crab walk. Like, like, yeah, like yeah. so I, I just, there, there was just some recycled, reused, redone stuff that didn't uh, um, kind of coalesce into anything that I would consider a good film. <laughs> Nothing about that really worked for me. Um, Russell Crowe's always great. Like I don't dis like I think he did the best with what he had. He's he's a great actor. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like the yeah. guy can really bring it. Yeah. And to your point, he probably got a lot of the <laughs> the money for the yeah. budget. At least I mean? half. That's right. at least half. I mean, right. nine million at least. Yeah. Right, because he's he's the the lone star. Right, he's it's a star vehicle for him. Like it's it's his film. So, yeah, I mean, not not really a fan of this. Not really a fan of this. I, I got through it, and I, you know, I, I wasn't like zone. Like I didn't start like you know, you know, playing Sudoku on my phone or anything. It was really. I was. I watched the whole thing. Like I, I tried to get into it. I just couldn't really. I couldn't really latch on to any of it. All right. Well, let me let let me actually jump in here. You know, I like to let you guys vent, but the. Uh... You know, I think I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a little more aligned with AJ again on this one. I didn't I don't I didn't despise it in the manner he did, um, but there there were some things I liked. I agree with a lot you said. Let me just say real quick because I forgot when I was uh, revving this up before Pope's Exorcist on Rotten Tomatoes. This is a big leap here because it was 48 percent with the critics, but 81 percent with the audience. Hmm. So a lot of people liked this movie, and I can actually see why because Russell Crowe. You're right. He is actually, I don't think he gets enough credit for how good of an actor he is. Uh, I mean, like, you know, like, what's good? Yeah, he yeah. was terrific. He was charming. Uh, he he did know. not phone it in on this one. He brought no, it. No, no. He, he I really... don't think he, he normally doesn't phone it in, in my opinion. No, like, he's, I... he's a good actor. I mean, you go back to, I mean, but I mean, if we're looking like his best performances, we go back to like what, like the, like the, remember the insider? Yep. Remember Gladiator, that, like, the insider, you know, like Gladiator, I mean, mind. Those, those, that was Retend like. His, Yuma. Fucking Cinderella Man. Pretending Yuma's yeah. an underrated oh, one. Oh, Yuma's awesome. But um, yeah. so, yeah, um, I thought nice he guys. was really good. Yeah, nice oh, yeah. Guys. I forgot about that. Dude, he's done some fucking classics. He's Absolutely. Really, he's really outstanding. And he's luckily. Jorel in Man of Steel. Yeah. He, <laughs> he's fucking damn. awesome yeah. as Jorel. Dude's always working. He's a great um, actor. And I will say, they were very lucky they had him because I will say the rest of the acting around him right. was borderline horrific. It was borderline horrific. I mean, like the fucking the uh, the mom can get it, but she was like meh. The daughter, let's be honest, can get it, but she was meh. 
the little boy. I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. But he was I will. He can get it. <laughs> he was the um, other the other priest was not great. Meh. Like, but he can oh, get he, it. Yeah, oh sure. Yeah. Uh all those men of God. But uh the like you know, remember remember like the council he was there, all those they were they can get it. I mean they were yeah, terrible. They were insufferable. I like the guy that played the Pope. Um what else did I know him from? He's the old. Oh. Uh, he's like in some Tarantino right. movies or something. Oh, oh, mm-hmm. like the old guy that's in the bed. He's like, you know, when he knows, like at the end, that dude. Is yeah. he yeah. really in Tarantino Pope. stuff? I, I know. So. I know his face. I know his face. Okay. Um, but yeah, listen, it, it's definitely AJ. Oh. It's it's not. A, yeah, go ahead, Marky. He's that. he's in uh, Django. He's the guy that plays the uh, European. In the first Mandingo fighting scene, when DiCaprio is first introduced in the Django Unchained movie, yeah. is he really? He's the guy that mm-hmm. has the losing Mandingo fighter. Oh, and then he okay. goes up to Jamie Foxx and goes, "Can you spell it?" It's that guy. <laughs> what a fucking reach that was, Marky! Holy shit! Damn it, um, dude! I mean, went down deep for that one. Um, listen, it started first of all. AJ, I agree. It's definitely not a horror. It's definitely more of like a action fantasy bordering on sci-fi kind of flick um i thought it started strong um like it was like i was in it i was in it early then it really like they put a long tail on that kite like it started to drag towards the end like that that exorcism took forever um i didn't listen i didn't hate it crow elevated the material clearly a lot of charm from that guy um, there's gonna be a I, like. There's gonna be. It's supposed to be a franchise. This whole thing. It, it seemed to end they that way. Set it, it they, up for it. And yeah, they laid already, themselves up. They've already greenlit a sequel. Um, I would honestly, I would probably check the sequel out. To be honest, so um, I, and I like the fact that it didn't just rely on a bunch of jump scares. And there were a couple, but it didn't. Just, it wasn't the whole fucking movie. Um, and let's be honest, that scene with the and again, this was kind of ripped off from. The original exorcist as well like remember when the little boy starts grabbing his mom's tits and like like that was come on i was, I was cackling over that but that was that that's kind of you know i mean obviously the, the linda blair moment was disturbing this was more kind of funny um <clears throat> i i liked i thought the um obviously you know 50 years later i thought the technical aspects of the movie were, were fine I like the demon, like the voices from the demon. Actually, look up the guy that did the voice of the demon. He's on um, Game of Thrones. Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't watch Game of Thrones, so I don't know. But I looked it up. Um, and but I, I saw he was on uh, Peaky Blinders too. He was on some episodes of that. So you look him up. You look at his face. You'll know him, and you'll be like, "Yeah, that's his fucking voice." You'll know it immediately. So I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. There were moments that I liked, and like I said, I would probably check out the sequel. DP, where where were you on it? Hold on one second before oh, DP. Sorry. sorry, I will not see the sequel. No, I mean, ahead, I, I, think, I think, I think, it, it, I think maybe they'll clean up some shit for the sequel. I, I think so, but DP. Yeah. Uh, so for me, this is like the exact like polar opposite of The Exorcist, where this one I really enjoyed the first half, and then the end was fucking horrible. Yeah. Um yeah, it was bad. From a filmmaking standpoint, this movie sucked. Yeah. <laughs> Yet I still enjoyed it. For yeah, the so moments, right? Like yeah. I yeah. I en- really enjoyed the first half, which really let's it was the Exorcist meets Poltergeist. 
Like that is exactly what this movie was. It was like, you know, uh, yeah, the, you know, demon was, you know, taking over the kid, but also then controlled the daughter and the mother and started fucking people up in the house because it was built on an ancient fucking burial ground. I mean, this was exactly fucking Poltergeist meets The Exorcist. I forgot um, about that with Poltergeist. You're absolutely right. Yeah, but yet it was so fucking enjoyable. Like, the first half was great, Um, and, and mostly it was Russell Crowe. His, like, antagonistic fucking... Um, way he acted with the fucking demons, you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. he was such a dick to them. Yeah, and, and even some of the other people in the church too. Like there, yeah. The, yeah, there was that. Yeah, guy, he was that, just that like, yeah, guy. my boss is a pope. Take it up with him, dickhead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I fucking loved that scene. I thought that was great. But by the end, yeah, like it just so copied the exorcist with him like oh i'll take the fucking demon into myself and and then all that shit at the end when they're like in the catacombs and like you know the other priest has like the you know blood covered naked woman on him and she explodes and bloods everywhere like that just got so fucking cheesy and so fucking stupid um that yeah, by the end I was annoyed uh, as all hell. I I liked the first half. I like Russell Crowe. I think his character was great, but uh, everyone else was terrible. Like you, you know, it's it's already been covered. But yeah, like uh, the son was just like generic. You know, like misunderstood young kid, and the daughter was generic rebellious teen girl. And, you know, like the whole thing was just, yes, just cheesy and generic and terrible, but lazy. Yeah, super lazy. Mm. But yet it was still fun watching fucking Russell Crowe go to, like, you know, step into the ring with these fucking demons. I I thought that part was fun. But by the end of the movie, I was annoyed as hell. DB. But yeah, they totally set it up for a sequel. <laughs> like, oh yeah, DB. Yeah, although yeah. I, I will say, like you know, like that was like a good showdown. But like the fact that Russell Crowe had to you ride a fucking Vespa to get there, I was like, this is like... <laughs> I was laughing my balls off. <laughs> like seriously, like, some, guy, some, guy, was... some guys go into a knife fight on a fucking Harley, <laughs> dipshits on a fucking Vespa, fat ass. I'm just like, dude. To guys' point about the second half, we'll fight some if, demons. Like yeah. before we get to Marky, like your part, your point, like the second half of the film. There was a scene where there was so much exposition. I mm. was wondering, like, does this filmmaker even know how to like tell a story? Like, right. there was so much exposition. Yeah. It was Russell Crowe just telling things about mm-hmm. what, we, like, we, like teaching us about this stuff. Like, the yeah, Spanish, the Spanish Inquisition. Uh, when yes, he went into yeah, that yeah, yeah. spiel, all yeah. that stuff. Like, mm. oh my god, that went on forever, and I'm yeah. like. That's like he you need, to, you need to show, don't tell. Like just <laughs> he used the Vespa to pull the lid off that well. Yeah, like, like... really, the Vespa's stronger than you. Come on, yeah, knock it no. off. Like <laughs> well, yeah. I can pull something more than a Vespa could. Yeah, like, what is, what is that? What did you fuel that thing with? Fucking like handmade pasta, like, cappuccinos. Yeah, ridiculous. First of all, mm. before before I let Marky get off get get into this right now. 
Doesn't Marky look like he's like performing at a piano bar right now? Like the way he's sitting here. He's like, <laughs> got the microphone. He's about to do like some yeah. Billy Joel for us right now. There we go. All right. Thanks Sing for coming, guys. Song. Yeah. So you're but a piano I, man. I, he has the look too. Something about the beard. And he's mm. really skinny. You ever notice that musicians are <laughs> skinny? Mm. Anyways. Yeah, it's usually due to heroin. Unless you're a blues <laughs> traveler. Yeah. Yeah. Or because they're starving because they make yeah. a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, Marky, I know you saw this movie. You're actually the one who suggested we watch it. I'm not right. saying that means you loved it or anything. I'm just saying you I don't and I don't think you you said you loved it, but you said you should, we should check it out. We did. Um what are your thoughts on the Pope's Exorcist? Yeah, so I'm not going to defend this movie by any means. Um I knew what it was. I knew what I asked you guys to watch. I knew how AJ was going to feel about it. Um, <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm in. It looks um, like Marky's tickling the keys right now. Doesn't it? <laughs> Doesn't it kind of? Right. Tickling All my right. crotch. <laughs> um, but no, I, I, felt, I felt like it was a, you know, I hadn't mentioned it to you guys. I'm like, this movie's not great. Um, it's it's Halloween time. So, you know, maybe. Mm. And then when we, uh, one of you guys mentioned The Exorcist, I'm like, well, dude, fucking perfect. Let's throw in The Pope's Exorcist. And I didn't say at the time, I'm like, but in my mind, I was thinking, even even without seeing the original Exorcist first, I, in my mind, I was thinking, uh, OG classic hailed as one of the greatest horror movies of all time, and a modern day movie that borrows the title, and without even seeing the original, I know copies a lot from that movie just because of right. the snippets I've seen, images, people, what people have told me. So I knew it was a... Uh, homage heavy homage to the original and but it's so different so for me this uh 2023 pope's exorcist it was like an action movie a modern day marvel comic book action movie of an exorcist tale like it was it was just way over the top with the special effects by the end it was so much it was absurd and it, the acting, three quarters of the acting from uh, all those other characters w- was not good. The story was flat and not needed. And then all of a sudden, like AJ was mentioning, it just dumps a shit ton of background on you and just doesn't let, doesn't explain it. Like you said, uh, show don't tell. Nah, we're just going to back up a dump truck of all the information that we want you to know about right now. It's, it was a terrible way to tell a story in a movie. All of the, uh, a, a lot of the scares in the movies were, was that if it wasn't a jump scare, it was that style. And there's probably a word for it. I, f- I feel like I coined a phrase for it at one point, um, talking to another one of my friends, but whatever you would call that type of horror where something, for instance, like a, a needle, the camera, the lens is zoomed in on somebody's face and a needle is slowly coming towards their eyeball or uh, an evil dead, um, a, a, a rusty blade dragging across somebody's skin. And it, like, there's a fucking term for it, too, that I can't think of either. It's something makes to your do skin with, crawl. Like, body horror or... It, it has something to do with that, but I know exactly what you mean. That yeah, 
just like creeps you out yeah yes and it's it's uh physically yes it's always physical gore and it's it's done in a way with a lot of uh sound effects so it literally makes your skin crawl because your reaction to it is like you you feel like you're stepping on broken glass or you know what have you um you know they 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 use that they use the oh. typical jump scares they a lot of the the scary stuff was telegraphed and where the original exorcist was uh very slow and it built up to this climactic ending the pope's mm-hmm. exorcist was pretty much giving you a, a steady drip throughout of with this fucked up stuff and then by the end of the movie you had been so used to all this you know uh fucked up horror shit that had been happening that they just had to go way over the top to bring it home Mm. And it it was absurd. And that's where I classify it as an action movie of Exorcist movies. It was absurd right. by the end. Okay. Can I bring up uh, another thing, too, that um, when it comes to comparisons between the two, um, in the original Exorcist, one of the things that was actually used to scare people and, like, was kind of horrific to watch was that, like, beginning shit when they're trying to figure out what was wrong with Reagan. Um, And she's in the hospital and they're putting that Mm. tube up her neck to like inject the ink into her brain so they can do the brain scan and everything. And there's like blood squirting out of it. Like that whole scene was like cringy Mm. yet. And this one, like just put her on a fucking table and threw her into the MRI and they can yeah. do the same exact thing. So the, the fact that the first one came out in 1973, that the way they would have to check your yeah. brain was that like was an MRI? Scary as I think that was an MRI, right? Yeah, like the, the, that's the, the way they yeah, did yeah. it back in the day was, yeah, they had to like inject shit into your brain and then basically do x-rays of your brain yeah, and then dp they were and, doing it they were doing something else later where something was like whirring around yes like, exactly too, yeah right so like that shit was scary whereas you know in a modern day exorcism movie it's not scary so yeah but yeah I, I, again like i i found so many com- like comparisons between yeah the fucking the writing were... on the stomach uh, yeah, yes exactly yeah yes there, same there was, exact fucking yeah. thing yeah yeah it was almost like it's pulled from the same universe it's mm-hmm. uh with, with the level of similarities um and like i said i'm not going to defend this movie and i only recommended it to one person and it was this uh friend of mine that we we tell each other about scary movies like you know what's scary that you've seen recently and i told him i was like well mm-hmm. I was, you know i saw the pope's exorcist and I wouldn't call it scary, but uh, it was fun. It's worth a watch if you don't have anything else to see right now. And that's pretty much where I'd peg it. Because it it was, for me, it was fun and entertaining. And I wouldn't call it a good movie. But it's there's worse ways. There's worse movies to see. And I there were aspects that I, I really did like. I love Russell Crowe in his older years being this fat guy. It just seems to be like he's having a lot of fun in these roles that he's taking. Mm-hmm. Um I really liked, I know it's cheesy, but I loved the house that they live in is on a fucking Catholic cursed burial, mass burial ground. I love Mm -hmm. it. I don't care. 
I thought that was great. And then the, the you know the construction workers find this tomb, and yeah, you know I, I, that to they, me again they fun. actually explained where the possession came from. Whereas in the Exorcist, you had no idea. They yeah. didn't tell you where it came yeah, from. Yeah, suddenly DPI, she was just possessed. DPI like, explained it to DPI explained it to you. William Friedkin was like, "I don't give a fuck." Yeah, <laughs> you don't have to know, asshole. Yeah, the only, just, the only you thing knows, I, it's happened. That's all you need. I to think know. the only thing that's, that's, that's alluded to. You're need to know basis, DP. The only <laughs> thing that, like in the original Exorcist, where it's alluded to, where maybe you could draw the conclusion, the Ouija board. No, um, there was a quick maybe, moment with that too, maybe, yeah. maybe the Ouija board, but I think it was before that because they moved to Washington D.C. Uh-huh. from the West Coast. So I'm wondering if like she had carried it with her somehow, but I don't yeah. know. There's no explanation of that either. There, not it's AJ, a, it's a stretch. I'm just I'm just. There was also another moment where the detective actually said, "Hey, one of the things is a, a bad idea around here is when it's really warm outside to leave." leave a, a window open because bacteria will come through here with the cold. Like a, I forget how he, how he said it, but right. that's kind of when it started. Cause the window was open in that scene. Like, yeah, again, there were like, little it's, things. Fl- it's a you, little flimsy. You had to make but, a leap. Yeah. You had to make can a I leap. Say like, can, right. I say yeah. can I say something? Can I say something? Can I, can I finish? Can I say? <laughs> Maybe. And I'm defending the original Mr. here. Mr. Body killed the cook. The, right. Yes. Yes. How? How? <laughs> Maybe it was scarier when that movie came out, not knowing what, you know, it was the Perhaps. idea. It, it it could have come from anywhere. You know, she could have gotten it at fucking Food Lion. Right. That's the scary part, right? You don't know how she got it. Right. Someone, could have, just, someone could have just coughed on her. Yeah. It's flu season. And now right. she's possessed. Right. Exactly. Precisely, Marky. Don't ask William Freakin. He's dead. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Maybe go fuck yeah. yourself. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, maybe. That's what. That's the way they used to see it. It's not your fucking business, asshole. So. That I wish you know. I think any of us could make a movie if we, if we didn't have to explain shit to people. <laughs> it's just what happened. Do we want to? I mean, this is a 2023 film. Do we want to five star it at all? Yeah. Or do we wanna... Yeah, we can. AJ, what do you got? God, I didn't like this at all. I I'd say one and a half stars. Um, I liked it more than that. Um, I'm gonna go right down the middle and give it two and a half because again, I think I would. I, I liked it enough that I would watch the sequel. Yeah, uh, hopefully, and hopefully it'll be better. DP, where are you? Yeah. So, uh, the first half was good enough to bump it up a little. Like, I think uh, the boogeyman. I was like. Just under two and a half. I think this one's just about two and a half, maybe two and three quarter. Okay. I'm Marky, at two and three. Yeah, two and three quarter for me. I, I'm glad you brought it up. You don't have to back off it, all right? I mean, if you like it, you can you can no, I don't. I told, you I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna def- I told you I'm not gonna defend it. And I even early on when I was first mentioning it to you guys, I'm like, it's not necessarily a good movie. I knew mm-hmm. that, but I did have fun, and like you said, I would I would watch a sequel. I'm not going to, you know, be the first in yeah. line for it, but if it's on Netflix, fuck yeah, yeah I'll watch and Marky, I think that's on the strength of 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 Crow. Like I mm, mean, like right. I, I, I would come back for him. Can can I ask Marky? Would and maybe even TW because you both said you'd watch the sequel. Is it is it just because of Crow, or is it because um, the genre appeals to you? The demonic yeah. possession, the exorcism thing. Yeah. Does that appeal to you as a genre? 
It does. Uh, like I don't even mind that Constantine movie with with Keanu Reeves. Like that's I like that one. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. like I, okay. I think I just tend to I tend to like them. Okay. I guess I, I guess I do too. I I didn't really uh, look at it that way. For me, being interested in a sequel, I think it was just my curiosity of like, where are they going to go with this? Right. Is he just going to be like this uh, superhero that travels? The world making yeah. songs and fighting people. Yeah, that those are the books, now, right? So, like, yeah. But and, if if Russell Crowe is not in the sequel, I won't watch it. No, yeah. he's got to be. No, yeah, they, it's like, it's like I only watch it if Russell Crowe's in it. Yeah. Hey, apparently, it's gonna be oh, him and but, him and your but, him and your boy Tomas. They're gonna keep yeah. going like this. So so DP, if, if Crowe's in it, you would watch the sequel. Is that yes for the same reason for Crowe or for the because the genre appeals. Uh, for for crow, for crow, yeah, because the genre is, yeah, you know. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm curious about that because it's like the spooky season. I'm curious about like, well, I, I you know, again, what you guys, what you guys dig like in the horror inside the horror genre. Well, that, well AJ, you know like I, mean? I said, like last Some week, genres. I, last week I brought up another potential movie to watch, but I, we weren't going to watch four movies. But one, it was called Stigmata. It came out like in the mid yeah, nineties. I saw it. I fucking it was uh Patricia or no Patricia Arquette. Rosanna. No Patricia. No, it's Patricia Arquette. It's Rosanna. Well, no, it's Patricia. It's Patricia, uh, and it's uh Gabriel Byrne. Uh, yes, it is. I fucking I really liked that movie. Creepiest. All fuck. Very it's, creepy. Uh, very that scene on the very subway. Dark. Yes, yes. Really fucked up. Um, and that scene on the, 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 scene in the subway is filmed very. I recommend creepily. it, and I think it's streaming, Marky. Um, okay. Look it up. But I, I, again, you're right. It is. It's Patricia, the one with the fucking misty eyes, the one that can yes. actually act, not not the other, not the one yeah, that's in the like fucking one in true romance. The one, not the one from the fucking Van Damme movie. Well, what the fuck? Anyways, not the one in the whole nine yards. Not the one with all the shit in her face. Remember that? That's uh, Trixie. That's, the my whole, that's my wife. Hey, the whole nine yards. Remember Is that the whole one with all yards? the shit in her face? She plays Matthew, she's Matthew Perry's oh, wife yeah, yeah. in the whole nine she yards. She looks great in that. But uh, what? Is that the one with all the shit in her face? That's <laughs> Trixie. What, Trudy? Trixie? Trudy. 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 That's my, my wife. wife. <laughs> oh, shit. My bad, man. <laughs> shit in her face. All right. Anyways. Um, oh, but AJ, you know, as I, I'm not particular to exorcism movie. You know me. I like, I'm a fan of the horror genre in general. I love the whole gamut. And um, I and I know you like the um the zombie genre quite. Oh bit. yeah, big time. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. you know, for not, me, I, yeah. I'll say it's not like like the supernatural stuff doesn't really do it for me. Okay. It's more like I said the physical shit, like um, you know, zombies actually attacking you, or like Cujo, Cujo fucking scared the shit out yeah. of me. Jaws scared the shit out of me. What yeah, about, what about, sla- what but, about slasher stuff? Yeah, what about a human? What and about an actual like real life possible? They, those ones are a little too ridiculous for me for the most part. Yeah, possession like, stuff that, can be hit or miss, but yeah, I haven't seen it yet because I'm afraid to watch it. But like that recent one with Idris Elba, where like the lions were oh, yeah. fucking attacking them, it's called Beast or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's that not looks horror, scary though, right? to me. That's more like. That's that Cujo. That's like Cujo yeah. stuff. That's like a yeah. thriller. Right. But but uh, AJ, to answer your question, I I don't know why it is. It definitely is a possession exorcism thing for me. And I'm like one of the more okay. less, less religious people you'll ever meet in your fucking right, life. Right, right. In yeah. fact, in fact, I'm probably closer to the dark side than than most people. Mm. But I don't know something about it. It just fucks with me. And I think when we get into our last movie, 
Um, we'll, we can get we can do it more than it's just something about it. I don't I don't know why. Those maybe always, maybe because I can't explain it or I don't quite understand it. Maybe that's why it fucked with me so much. But the possession okay. movies always did scare me the most as a kid, and even to okay. this day, I think you know, like Hereditary. Oh, still, don't, don't. I think it's the scariest movie for me. Don't and. I, for whatever reason, I think that they they trigger something like they they yeah. do it. I don't know. AJ, yeah. it could also be that the first time I saw an Exorcism movie, it was it was The Exorcist, and that scared the right. shit out of me so much that maybe everyone I see from now on, out, outside of the, you know Russell Crowe driving around on a Vespa, outside of that, <laughs> it kind of fucks with me. Okay. I, and I, and I, I I mean I just wanted to ask like just in general because I think. Watch you know, for, the, for those listening to us, you know, it's, you know, kind of get like an idea of what horror we all kind of can get into or what scares us in this like spooky season, you know? Yeah. And uh, real quick, I for, forgot to. For, for me, it's like kind of a mixed bag. Like there's all kinds of different stuff that could get to me. A I've good one. To... Uh, yeah. A good one could do it. Sorry, TW. I, it, no, no, no. But... I just, I just want to tell the, the, the mm-hmm. audience. Um, I forgot to say it too. Um, Exorcist is on. HBO Max, Max, yes. yep, and um, fucking Pope's Exorcist, Netflix, Netflix, yes. yep. So you mm-hmm. can watch, you can see if you have it, you can stream those free. If you mm-hmm. want. Like I said, I hope you guys like. That's why we talked about it before. We put out the Instagram post. Hopefully, you guys you know rewatched or rewatched before. But if you have it, yeah. go watch them. They're they're free if you have those if you have those streaming services. So yeah, and there you know there are a lot of people that really do get into like, you know, watching watching horror films during Halloween season. Like, oh, yeah. It's, it's a thing oh, yeah. for people. Like, it's a huge thing. That's why they put so, new ones out. Right. That's why they... That's, that's why a new thing. Stuff. That's a new thing in general, AJ. Like, you remember, like, last year for Christmas, they put yeah. out fucking new Christmas story. We did Spirited. We did the fucking... Right, we did the fucking right, right. Guardians and to- Totally Killer mm-hmm. just came out. Yeah, they just did that, too. Like, I right. think that's a new thing they're doing. They're putting out, which is good for us, because that gives us a fucking topic. There's actually right. a, a there's there's a there's a, a movie that ju- I just saw a commercial for the other day that's come I think it just came out called Thanksgiving. It's a slasher movie based in mm. Plymouth, Mass. Oh yeah, and, and you see that? So it's called yeah. Thanksgiving. So maybe we could review that and then planes, trains, and automobiles at the same time. All right. the only two Thanksgiving movies I know. I've never but, seen planes, trains, and automobiles. Oh my god, Marky! <laughs> that's a classic. Uh, but, all right, then yeah. that's happening for Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, well, that's the thing. I don't know. I don't know when. That is streaming, but it's 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 a slasher flick. It looks interesting. You would think that it would it would be ready for Thanksgiving with the you trend, think, like you said, right? it's a trend that's coming. If it's in um, the theaters now. I mean, hey, did you, any of you guys watch uh, Exorcism of Emily Rose recently? Because I did, and I want to talk about it. All right, yeah. So, Marky, yeah, good call. We did um we did <laughs> talk briefly last week about maybe watching the Exorcism of Emily Rose if we had time. To talk about it, mm-hmm. I think we got time tonight. We're not; doesn't seem like we're running too too long here. We got time. Mm-mm. We don't have to get too crazy about it because I know AJ hasn't watched it recently. Um, but we can talk a little about it. Uh, let me very quickly. Um, two thousand five, uh, Rotten Tomatoes score forty five, uh, critics sixty, audience. It was directed by Scott Derrickson, who did uh, the Black Phone. Um, mm-hmm. He did Doctor Strange, the DP. You love him. He does the original Doctor Strange, big time. And Marky, he did a movie called Sinister. Are you familiar with that one? Sounds good, familiar. Got good reviews. Horror. Ethan Hawke's in that one too. I think. Sinister. Yes, he is, and he's, he's obviously you know he likes Ethan Hawke because obviously the Black Phone. But uh, again, once again, 
exorcism movies do well because this was a 19 million dollar budget and did 145 million dollars in the box office wow right um it's it's loosely based on a book called the exorcism of annalise michelle which is some i don't know i can tell you about that i read the article yeah. on that so is that Afterwards, a true story you. or based on well, it, or you know they claim it's true or well the article i read about the annalise michelle um and go ahead with it go ahead go okay forward. so uh according to the article the one article because i did i googled after watching the movie I googled, you know, true stories with Emily it? Rose. By the way, have you ever, have I, you ever I seen it? I did. I watched it when it first came out. Okay, so sorry. That okay. would have been high school for me, um, and it scared the shit out of me back then. <clears throat> but uh, it also, I thought it was gonna. I thought there was gonna be more. It's it scared me in parts, and I'll get back to this later. But the parts that scared me, that it did a really good job. But I also was expecting there to be a lot more because in high school for me there was also the ring, and uh gift the, yeah yeah so those were fucking me up right so <laughs> yeah. i was expecting something like that in any case uh i watched this movie uh exorcism of emily rose last night and then afterwards googled uh try to find the true story because this movie does start with this is based on a true story mm-hmm. and so you know afterwards i'm like you know yeah. how much very loosely Right. So, but no, in 19, I think it was, get this, I think it was like 1974, this girl in Germany uh, thought she was possessed and so did her whole family. If you guys remember from earlier in this podcast, the original Exorcist came out in 1973. So in this article, they mentioned that after they, they mentioned the Exorcist 1973, once that came out, there was a massive rise in, uh, I guess, uh, proposed uh, uh, possessions, mm-hmm. um, and it, because of the popularity of the movie. So, argument could be made that this German girl was just sick and had recently watched the movie. Blah blah blah. But it, what happened to her? From what I was reading in this article, now it was only one article I read, so the truth could be different you know but it followed the movie somewhat closely there was uh this uh rural family that had this young girl she was 23 19 not 19 but uh she became very ill and possessed and started like you know cutting herself going nuts like an animal running around eating bugs uh, trying to eat like animals raw animal you know um lashing out at people screaming seeming to be talking in uh, different languages, different voices. Um, They tried to get her medical help. Doctors couldn't help her. They uh, brought in a couple of Catholic priests, a young priest and an old priest. And they, but this is where the difference is. They performed something like 63 exorcisms on her (laughs) over the period of, I don't know how long. Christ. And she eventually died. Um, because of the same reason of what happened in this movie, malnutrition, uh, the, the amount of wounds that she had sustained, her body just gave out, couldn't repair itself. And in this article I was reading, there was a, a real black and white autopsy photo of Annalise Michelle, and they based Emily Rose autopsy photo off of this and seeing the real thing that made my skin crawl that because it was you know in the movie they show it as like a shock factor and then 
reading this article, I found the real photo that they based the movie photo off of, and that fucked me up. Um, so moving forward in the story, the market very, very quick. I don't sure. want, I don't want to cut, but I just listening to you do that. I have an idea for a spinoff podcast called, and just popped into my head. Marky tells spooky stories because <laughs> that the way you just told that, I don't know if it's your voice or your delivery or what it is, but that had the hair standing up on the back of my neck. I'm not going to lie. Ooh, that creepy. Imagine that we could want to, you guys want to do a true crime podcast, but let Ooh, Marky, let Marky set up each one. And then we, bring I it don't down. think I want to research that much shit. That's going to keep me up. at night. <laughs> That's, right. That's going to fuck me up. Get it to Emily. Um, so like the, like the movie, the family and the, uh, priests were charged for negligent homicide. Uh, this was 1974 in Germany. The priests were found guilty and served. I forget the term that they served. It was, uh, you know, wasn't crazy a year, six years or something like that. Um, or no, that was what they said in the movies. So maybe it was like six months or a year. In real life, the parents were also found guilty. And this is kind of where it uh, pulls or the movie pulls from this. The parents in real life of Annalise Michelle were found guilty, but they didn't serve a day in prison because at the time in Germany, and I forget the language that they used in the article, but it was something like, you know, something to do with uh, the grief was the punishment. Yeah. So they didn't need to send these people to prison. They, their daughter had died. They weren't trying to kill her daughter, but that's what happened. So, yeah, no, I mean, according to this article, the movie seemed to be somewhat accurate to a true story. That's not often. Um, But I I did watch this movie last night. Uh, First time I've watched it since it came out, came out in 2004. And like I said earlier, when I first watched it, the, the parts that scared me really scared me. But there's not that many scary parts in the movie. I had forgotten that this movie is a court drama. Yeah. And it's actually a pretty good one. Yep. Um, and I like the movie now much more than I did when I originally watched it. Um, I recognize the actors and actresses now. Uh, Laura Linney, um, who is Wendy from the Ozark um, she's fantastic, which is funny because her character in this movie is so much like Wendy from the Ozark. It was almost like yeah. she's just a transplanted character. Yeah, she's a bitch. Right. Holy and a bitch. smug bitch, a smug, yeah. smart bitch. Um, and then Jennifer Carpenter plays Emily Rose. Um, a uh, little fact, she lives in North Carolina. Sam's actually run into her like in a target here in Charlotte before. Um, she did fantastic. She was real young in this movie, and yeah. she's she's what makes it creepy. She did it. Oh God, she's got a very expressive face, and some of those scenes where she's possessed and her mouth's all twisted and her eyes are all black that that's what fucked you up. Um, and but I liked the uh, this movie had a lot more uh, like a real good job with the cinematography and, and the directing and yeah. the sound and the soundtrack i mean this was a solid movie i felt yeah. like um did you watch it recently tw i watched it um not i, I had to kind of fast forward parts because i was running out of time but i watched most of it today and yeah. i watched it once a long time ago um and i don't know 
I still like it, but I'm, I'm, I'm opposite from you. I think I used to like it better. Hmm. And this time around, I didn't like it as much because the first time I saw it, it, you're right. It fucked me up. Those scenes right. were like, remember like in the church when she's all like, like bending over backwards. backwards. Yeah. And, yeah. And then there was a scene where she was lying. Like she's like with her boyfriend in the bed. That's the one that gets me the most. That is because she's just like staring at him. Yeah. Eyes so, all the, black. So the, the, the possession parts are more realistic. Cause I know I said the exorcist is the most realistic one, but the possession parts, I think are the most realistic in this. this is, they're ultimate. not that over the top. No, this, they're not. Yeah. They're not, but they are fucking scary. You know, my 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 problem with it this time around was I love Laura Linney is one of my favorite. Like I, there's an argument that she's my favorite actress out there. I love Laura Linney. I can even forgive her for Mystic River. She's actually <laughs> one of the only decent parts of the movie. Um, and I love. I will forever adore Tom Wilkinson for In the Bedroom. Oh yeah, Tom um, Wilkinson's so good. But yeah. I didn't love either of them in this movie. No. It's weird. I I didn't dislike, but I normally are, are like I'm obsessed with the two of them. I actually loved Jennifer Carpenter. I thought she was fantastic. You're right, Marky. Like the her fucking facial expressions. If she'd be she'd be like if she became a professional wrestler, she'd be like the top fucking baby face. Like I mean, like those expressions are so incredible. Um, but yeah, the legal the legal thriller parts are good. But the side characters who get up on the stand are very good. Um, the writing's very good. Um, yeah, and like the you're right, the cinematography and the directing, like those scenes where she's like in the fog, like you right. know, are really beautiful. Um, really well shot. I still like it, but I feel like it used to creep me out more than it did this time around. So mm-hmm. again, that might just be the fact that I, you know, nothing shocked me this time because I'd already seen it, but still a good flick. I still absolutely recommend it. AJ, did you have something? Uh I was gonna say you don't have to forgive Laura Linney for Mystic River, just accept her. No, I love her. I love her. But no, I I I she was actually not nobody, bad in Mystic River. Nobody should be forgiven for Mystic River. <laughs> but but you can but you know you can still love her. You don't have I to do. forgive her. Come on. Fucking dude, my, I mean, if we're talking legal thriller, she's I mean, she's better in, in primal fear. Yeah, but I mean absolutely. You know, I mean, but um Good, I love good, her. Good callback. But oh, that, that's a fantastic fucking movie. But I mean, Tom Wilkinson. Uh, again, this movie. I love him very, too. He's very Armin Falcone. Yeah, yeah, but he, he's he's <laughs> come on in the bedroom. I mean, but like did uh, you, T.W. Did you say what the budget was for this movie? Yeah, nineteen. In the, in the bedroom is sneaky, like one of my top ten favorite films. It is absolutely yeah, in my top ten. It's one of the best movies I've ever seen. But yeah, 19 mil marquee, and it made 145 in the box office. Yeah. I would Exorcism have thought that the, sells, baby. Yeah, and I would have thought that the uh, budget would have even been lower because there weren't that many. The the special effects that were there, granted it was 2004, but they weren't like that that uh, heavy, right? I mean, the, there's things where like people's eyes were turning black and yeah. running ink. Remember the, that part in the classroom where the kids' eyes went black? That yeah, well, that but, made I mean, was, up, but... Marky, was it more was it more CGI than practical? Or? Uh, but that, that's what I mean. Like the, the parts, there wasn't that much CGI, and the parts that did have CGI, it was it was subtle, and it wasn't overused. Not like fucking Pope's Exorcist. Mm-hmm. And I'd say maybe more. There, there were some practical special effects, and some of it wasn't even special effects. Like when she was contorted on the 
dorm room floor. Oh. I don't even think that was practical effects. That was just her no. like being flexible and like and then her eyes burning. were dilated. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was one of the creepiest parts in the movie. Oh man. Um because she's just frozen. Just staring yeah. at him. Oh god. You know what? Um speaking of a uh a throwback, something that re- reminded me, and I I think it is, it's it's an homage when she starts scratching at the walls, her bedroom walls are red. And when she starts scratching at them, the paint that's underneath is that light lime puke green. It's the exact same color oh, I, I didn't that, guess that Reagan vomits up. Yeah. Yeah. And repeatedly. Uh huh. Yeah. And that's, and then that, that color though, because uh, Emily Rose scratches more of her walls. Like she keeps scratching, just keeps going nuts. And so that, that, weird puke green color it's kind of like a constant in the background yeah so i um, thought that was kind of cool at least for me that's what that's what it, I, my head immediately went to that that's that's a great parallel i didn't i didn't even think of that jesus christ good call um dp you said you got you got to watch some of it yeah i saw <clears throat> excuse me um probably about the first 70 percent of the movie so i i didn't get to finish it but uh, a couple things I'll say is I I enjoyed the kind of the conceit, the setup of the movie of it being a court case. Yeah. And then they flash back to the, you know, it's the, different. the possession stuff. And I thought that was cool. Yeah. And I thought the possession stuff was fun. Like, again, that shit, shit like. I this doesn't like freak me out. I don't know. Like it, it doesn't scare. I don't get freaked out by any of these movies at all. I don't know why I do, but yeah, it fucks me up. But I do enjoy it, and I and I thought that stuff was cool. Like um, it, you know, like you said, like her seeing the people at the on the college campus and they're like eyes going black and you know them looking all evil and shit. I thought that was cool. Um. My only problem was, and this might be partially because I really like I, I I really fucking love like courtroom drama shit like right uh, between you know my cousin Vinny and a few good men up till you know like the TV show Suits I've I've watched all of Suits more than once. Uh, even Franklin, Franklin and Bash. I, I love courtroom shit. And the courtroom stuff in this was horribly stupid. Like the, you know, the, 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 the way it went down when they would fucking object to some stuff, but not right. object to mm. other stuff and how like some objections were sustained and others weren't like it made no sense legally speaking. Like, I agree with that. Legally, and- the way this court case played out was like horribly stupid. Like that's not how court works. But TP, TP, at it all. Your, it was your boy Campbell Scott, though. You love that guy. I, I do, but <laughs> to make that up. God, was like, it was fucking terrible the way this court case played out. And Campbell it really, Scott, it the took Spanish prisoner. Oh yeah. yeah. What is that? What's, what's happening? AJ's. That's AJ. AJ. AJ's watching porn or something. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it was AJ. We knew it. Yeah. Good job, AJ. That's DP. I, I don't watch any, any courtroom drama stuff. And as that was unfolding, I was like, this doesn't seem accurate. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, it, the object sustained. How? 
How was yeah. that objection sustained? And the other one wasn't. I mean, it was like, argumentative, like, it was DP. Terrible. It was, DP, yeah. it was argumentative. Okay. It's sustained. Yeah. Right? Isn't that what we're doing in court is arguing? <laughs> like, so what's the problem? <laughs> um, <laughs> Although, I, DP, I will say also, I thought this, uh, this time around, I didn't realize it the first time. The shit, like, with, like, Laura Linney, like, the dark forces, like, you mm-hmm. know, scaring her in her fucking condo. I was like, okay, that's heavy-handed. That's just kind yeah, of fucking Yeah, uh, it's a bit yeah, 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 that's just, like, that's that's just a, an element that's just so fucking unnecessary. Um, yeah. But again, the again, like 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 I told you, that that possession shit scares me. And those scenes, Marky, again, fucking dorm room floor. Right. Have a fucking nightmare tonight, bro. That's that the one that <laughs> stuck with with me the most. You know, what so else, you know what scary. else stuck with me was the 3 a.m. thing. For a long time after I, I watched that movie back in 2004, I was so terrified that I would wake up in the middle of the night and see my clock at 3 a.m. Yeah. And so, and so when I would wake up in the middle of the night, I would make a point to not look at my clock. Yeah. Like that stuck with me for a long time. I do remember well, that. Well, the funny part about that is fuckface back here wakes me up at almost three o'clock on the dot every goddamn night. To oh, go. So that's he's, happening to me as well. He's a witch. That's so, what that is. Anyways. Um, one last, one last um, piece yeah. I could too. Um, okay. Yeah. You go yeah, first. Yeah, I got then, one more thing. Yeah. But the uh, DP was talking about how uh, the, the, the possession stuff, how it was told in the story, it was almost like a flashback, right? Through the court case. Mm-hmm. What I enjoyed on top of that was the uh, the prosecution that was then shooting down the defense's story and they would redo that flashback. But instead of her being possessed, it was showing her as just having psychosis and going through a mental breakdown. And instead of the people having the shit melt out of their eyes, it was people looking at her confused while she's screaming in their face. So I, I thought that was kind of cool how it it showed how this story could just as easily not have been a possession and somebody just off their fucking rocker. But yeah. Um, DP, what do you got? Um, the, the only thing I was going to add is that like the problem with these exorcism movies is like it just doesn't do it for me. Like I, I don't find it scary. I don't know. Like to me, um, uh, the the exorcism or being possessed by something is like just as likely as Thanos showing up and snapping snapping half of existence, you know. Out it. Yeah, I don't know. It it just doesn't seem realistic and doesn't scare me. So none of these movies like do it for me in that sense like i i need something more tangible to scare me yes. like G- you said G- like G-P's the road right yeah the right. road to me was fucking terrifying these don't do it for me like i don't know like I, i'm not G-P's scared by them dp's realistic horror scary yeah like jaws. i said like a cujo, cujo jaws that shit's scary these don't do it like i don't know i can't Marky, zombies Definitely. Yeah. I love zombies. You. I love zombies. They don't it's scare even, me. It's I'm not sorry. even that zombie movies scare me. I just love zombie movies. I love them. They're great. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I love the them. Thi- the thing scares me. I love right? them. The thing uh, was scary, but not the scariest. Um, scariest movies of all time for me, uh, starting from the beginning, would be 
uh, shit, Jurassic Park. I mean, I was terrified of Velociraptors for a long ass time. <laughs> yeah. And then. Um, and no, then the, I think this the is ring. what talking about. Yeah. The ring the scared ring, the shit out of me. The ring scared you. The, okay. gift, the gift did not scare me, but the ring scared the fucking pants the off. The ring me. scared you, Marky. Okay. Which was that Japanese American adaptation with like the little ghost boy at the That's top of the gift. stairs? That's that a is gift. the gift. Yeah. God, yeah. that one got me too. Yeah, so, I couldn't get into that one. Possession scares you, TW, a bit. Yeah. Right, like yeah. some of the possession stuff. Yeah, let's hash all this out. What scares everybody? Yeah. So, what scares uh, you, Marky, beyond like the ring? So, it was these movies that I saw when I was in high school. That's the ones that, when I had free will to go see these scary movies, um, whatever was coming out at that time was the ones that were fucking me up. So, it was The Ring, it was The Exorcist Beginnings. I was telling you guys about that. That's a sequel to The Exorcist. That's where TW looked it up. It has a god-awful Rotten Tomatoes score. Mm-hmm. When I watched it, terrified me. Um, it follows Father Marin when he's doing his archaeological digs and he comes across that talisman and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and uh, Insidious, the original Insidious. That um, scared the shit out of me, that movie. Mm-hmm. That would have been like uh, 2007, 2008, something like that, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's right. Um, that would have been after high school, but you know that that time period where I was just eating this shit up. Um, uh, the the gift, not as much, but it still did. That little ghost Japanese boy got under my skin. Um, I'm trying to think what else. You guys can go around the circle. I'll think of something. That's fine. Else. Tw, what scares you? I mean, I told you, Hereditary scared the shit out of me. I mean, now, yeah, that still gets me. Fuck, I'm but, a grown um, man when I watch that thing. But like those, like the, <laughs> the like the original, the original paranormal activity scared the shit out of me. That found camera. Phone okay, shit. okay, yeah, um, yeah. And That's you were, pos- and, is that possession or is that more like kinda or I don't know if it's mm, possession supernatural, or supernatural, supernatural, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. also, um, like, and that's the thing. All right, I know. I, I told Mark, Marky got Blair witched earlier. Yeah, you guys got to remember when Blair Witch first came out, right? Me and AJ went and saw that movie before mm-hmm. any of the hoopla, right? Mm-hmm. We didn't know. We just heard, oh, this is you know independent scary movie. They're showing it. Yeah. In Me and AJ went together. That scared the shit out of both of us. That fucking scared. I was spooked. Like that really was very scary. But then everybody was like, "Hey, go see the Blair Witch Project. You'll piss and shit your pants at the same time, and <laughs> and then want to kill yourself." And like everyone just like built it up, like it was the scariest thing. Like you were gonna have an out of body experience if you saw it. And so the people right. saw it. And they were like, "What? No." It's like you know, they built it up too much. But me and AJ saw it before it was built up, and that scared the fucking shit out of me. Right so, before right. it came out, there were. Like a couple like short little documentaries that were on like Discovery Channel or History yeah. Channel mm-hmm. that were building that movie up like it was real. Yes. Like at first I, I thought that, that was yes. actual yes. real found footage. Yes. But yes. by the time I went and saw the movie, I knew it was right. I think the, so mar- the market it. the marketing efforts on that film were, yeah. were top yeah. notch. Yeah. If I had seen it when you guys saw it. It might have freaked me yeah. out because Probably. I believed it Probably. was real. And I, I will say one more serial killer shit fucks with me. And that Zodiac movie had mm. me, had See, me that fucked. That just scares for, me too. That you had me fucked for Jake I, Yeah, I had read that book too. You know, I read the book because I'm, I'm better than other people. So mm-hmm. I had of to. Of course you are. Right? Yeah, we know. But then I saw the movie and the movie holds, the, the, the book is terrifying. The movie holds up. 
there's something about that movie that terrifies me. I, I I can't I can't exactly pinpoint it, but that was a movie that like kept me up a couple nights. So DP, I know. I know I know like realistic shit is is what you like really mm-hmm. could, does scare you, but is there like something beyond yeah, um, Cujo that's like right you like sorry um, you like what the fuck I never want to see this again. <laughs> yeah. Uh 5050 or like Philadelphia. Any movie where you go to a doctor and you find out you're gonna fucking die. Yeah, it's terrifying. (laughs) I am I'm terrified of doctors. 5050 has a wonderful (laughs) ending though. I know. So it does it does pay off. He's really really, really, not adhering to the spirit. Are you worried about getting AIDS in 2023? You sure? Right. Am I sure? I'm afraid of going to a doctor and finding out there's something really wrong with me. Yeah, well, let me let me assume there is. Let me bury the mystery. There is. TW, are you sure? Well, yes, I'm HIV positive. Yeah. <laughs> so far. That's because you know my son's name is Aiden, and so at first for short I call him AIDS. Yeah, and then I just changed that to HIV positive. Yeah, so, <laughs> not much of a leap. Not short I anymore. Right? Him as HIV positive. Much so, more syllables. <laughs> But no, like Tim said, uh, realistic shit. Yeah, like serial killer stuff. I find fucking scary. Um, Seven scary. I mean, yes, seven freaked me out because that's something like could legit happen to you. Mm -hmm. You know, like that shit scares me. Yeah, something that could really happen. GP, GP. Okay, anybody. What about? I've never seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but I bet that would scare me. Yeah. Uh, Um. what like, about, yeah, what like about, depraved, what about it? like depraved horror? Um, like it, not so much. No, like I found it creepy, but not scary. Well, it's clowns. So it, so yeah. it, it scared me more when I read it. Yeah, um, I'll yeah, tell you. For, for, for me, he yeah. read it because he's better than everybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's why you read. Yeah. That's why you read. Right. You read so you can be better than people. Right. So, yeah. yeah, I that's, read that's because it, it came out before. They, the thank movie. you, Marky. <laughs> well, I was I was just saying, reading uh, fucked me up more than any of these movies. Probably Stephen King's books probably did more to my or, psyche or, than any of these movies. Hey, like go the Shining. Oh, hey, um, go fucking Pet read Cemetery. It. Go read Helter Skelter. Pet uh, Cemetery to, fucked me up. Go read Helter Skelter if you want to piss your pants. I mean, and, that's like that's the scariest mm. fucking thing. And to GP's point, reading Cujo kept me up at night. Right. Because it was yeah. also like claustrophobic. Guys, guys, when I'm stuck in the car. When I yes. was in college, right? I was in college. I was commuting to college, right? And I, I was in a, I, I majored in history, but I minored in criminal justice. So I had like a lot of like historical crime kind of classes. And I, I wrote a paper. I read Helter Skelter and I wrote a paper on it. And I remember this is when we were living in Burlington, AJ. But remember the computer was in that same room with the creepy yellow chair? It was in the yes, same room there? Yes, of course, right? of course, of course. I remember writing that paper and everybody was asleep because was, I was like a waiter too. So I was like fucking getting out like two in the morning, you know, and like I'm writing a paper like two in the morning. The entire house is pitch black and I'm writing about Helter Skelter. And then I got up and literally turned on every fucking light in the house. I was like going into everyone's bedrooms and turning their fucking lamps on. Like, God, yeah, I, I, I need light right now. I was fucking that is the scariest goddamn thing i've ever read in my life so, did, that, did, well, did you turn on double m's light and ask him if you could pick his nose i did i well, did obviously all, our father our father pushed that book onto us 
like an asshole. Yeah. Helter Skelter. It's it's about the Manson family murder. I know it, that it, it, your dad it, yeah. gave it to you. Oh, yeah. dad oh, yeah. was he super. Into, yeah, he was time. super into true crime. He loved Bugliosi. Jesus, but uh, man, two by C was Whoa. like the other one I read after that by Bugliosi. You know, yeah, you want to you want to stay up fucking couple nights? Read Helter Skelter. It's fucked. Up. I thought that Helter Skelter was uh, pinned by Manson himself. Is it not? No, it's, that's yeah. it. was by the guy that put him away. Yeah, Bugliosi. Oh. So, um, anyway, he fucking put him away. Man. So I, yeah, but I think I think in general, He's AJ, a fucking yeah, hero. I think if I'm to rank like this, I th- I personally think the scariest movie I've ever seen is The Exorcist because the first time I saw it, I was changed indelibly. Like I was fucked when I walked out of that theater. Like I didn't yeah. talk to anybody for days, and and so and. These other like Emily Rose fucked me up, Stigmata fucked me up, like, and I, I think cons- if we're talking consistently, possession movies are probably I think the scariest. So gotcha, gotcha. I, I would agree with that. The ones that get under my, the ones that I, when it's dark at night and I'm trying to go to sleep and I'm looking in the corner, yeah, <laughs> you know, those are the ones that get me. It's yeah. that's what stays with me. So what about me, what about, what about the Babadook? I mean, didn't that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So cool. that that's, I haven't seen the, the Babadook that, actually. So that scary. one did. That one was, it was scary. It was scary. <laughs> so so that's what I want to see. But for me, like, I think it's paranormal. I don't know what it was, but I saw this movie. It's it's like you know, it, a Rotten Tomatoes is like a sci-fi drama, but to me, it's horror. It's called Cube. Oh, I remember Cube. You made I me watch that movie. Cube. Yeah. So Cube is like creepy. It's fucked. Like these people end up in like waking up. It's like an experimental thing. They wake up in this. Marky meant like they wake up in these like yeah. I think he would like they wake up in these like random like rooms. They don't know why they're there. Are they cube shaped? Yes, and they all end up finding each other. It's one big cube. But yeah, and they end up finding each other, but like a bunch of the rooms are booby trapped and they have to try to, but they're all picked for different reasons. Like one's a cop, one's a nurse, one's like, they have like all different like reasons for being there. I'm interested. And it just, it just fucking, it stayed with me for the longest time. It scared the shit out of me. AJ, it's better on Rotten Tomatoes than you think, by the way. 63. 63 critic. Yeah, right? not bad. But only that's only 40 reviews. There's over 50,000 audience reviews and 76%. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Did you say right? it was a sci-fi movie or something? Yeah, it's in the sci-fi genre, but it's scary. No, I mean, like, was me. it a, a theatrical release or was it made for TV? I think it I don't know if it ever went to the theater. Got it right here. And they was, and they it, made some sequels too. To it lasted it, it lasted in the theaters, the lasted in the theaters for about six weeks, and then it went and then it went. A video. It's and no, nobody somewhere. you know was in it. Like it was a bunch of no names. I want to see this. It, yeah, you should see it. AJ made me watch it one night, and I'm happy I did. It's fucked because it scared the fuck out. It's it's very it's it. really fucked up. So no, so okay, so AJ, you're more. That's more of like a psychological thriller. Yes, yeah, psychological yeah, thriller yeah. horror. Yeah, that's yeah, more yeah. my thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's sort of leans more towards DP, where it's like a little more realistic. Like, yeah. like it, I have to like imagine myself being caught in the predicament. Yeah, you know what I mean. That that makes sense. Yeah, you know. Yeah, for yeah. me, for me, then it's not necessarily the uh, possession. It's I think it's the paranormal. It's the it's the spirit thing. It's the thing right. that can float in between walls and appears in shadows. Yeah, and and has the glowing eyes in the closet. 
That's let what fucks with me. Let, 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 let me let me let me let me let me tell you let me tell you boys a story. All right, you guys can we can we can we do sticks? I'm getting a little story. It's story I'm, time. I'm a, little, I'm a little drunk. I know we're I know we're up against it time wise. Let me tell you this story real quick because again Are this we? is the, this is like a predicament thing. All right, this goes back to like 2000 and maybe 17, 18. I'm in fucking Niagara Falls, Canada side. Right, I'm with my my now ex wife. Right. And uh, it was it wasn't during you Halloween. at Jim and Pam's wedding. No, they were on the Buffalo side. Oh, they're oh, okay. so we're on the Canada <laughs> side because okay. we had we had money. So the uh, <laughs> so Canada side is amazing, by the way. But anyways, and, and Andy didn't tear his scrotum. Yeah. So we go to this. The, we we read that there's this haunted house. That's the scariest haunted house in the world, and it's in right down the fucking street. In Niagara Falls, Canada, Ontario. And uh, my whole thing was like, dude, it's not Halloween season. Like, why are we going over there? We, we were there in like fucking April or something. Like, why are we going to this? Janelle's like, I want to check this out. I'm like, all right. So we go over. And by the way, you can look on their website. The place is called the Nightmares Fear Factory. Okay. Mm. And there is a running counter of the amount of people that have not made it through. Who and the thing when you get in there, they say if you can't make it, if you're so scared, scream out the word nightmares and someone will come get you. Okay, here's the thing: haunted houses do scare me. I love them; they're fun. But, dude, I'm in a haunted house and no one else is there. If this was in the middle of Halloween, there's a fucking line around the corner. I wouldn't have been that scared. But we, me and Janelle are the only people in this haunted house. And now I'm starting to think, like, what if one of these workers is going to go rogue on me, right? Actually kill me, right? That's what I mean, like a predicament, DP. Same thing, right? right? Did you have a weapon? No. And this was terrifying. mistake. There's at one point you're in the complete pitch black and you have to figure out on your own to drop down to your knees and crawl under something in the complete pitch black. It's terrifying, right? So anyways, at one point something happens. I freaked out and I fucking bailed. Okay, I fucking screamed Did nightmares. Did you yell nightmares? I yelled nightmares. You pussy. Did and you I, leave your dude, wife there? That's just no, why you're not pussy. married anymore? She left. Dude, a girl came and got me. Okay, <laughs> first of all, Fucking threw us out. Right, I, I'd almost gotten to the end. But that's my point. I actually, and I'm on that list now of people that bailed. And there's a picture of me on their website. But the, right. the uh, and Janelle has a picture of it too. Me screaming like a fucking like girl. Mila Kunis and forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah, exactly right, just like that. Wall. Except it's me screaming like this, and yeah. um, but that's what I'm trying to get at. DP, I was in a predicament, a realistic predicament, Rachel. where I thought a fucking person who worked there was actually going to kill me inside the haunted house. If there was lots of witnesses, I would have been fine. I was alone. DP, I thought me and my wife were about to be murdered. That's the point. That shit's terrifying. She was my wife at the time. Oh. I thought we were going to be murdered. So that's what I'm getting at. Okay. I get yeah, it. Yeah, I get yeah. it. Okay. All right. Go there. DP Go understands the realistic danger thing. That's yeah. That's what, scares but, him. but that's what I mean. That's why I'm telling him that. So right. it's uh But I would just assume that someone where their job was to pretend to be crazy. I would be able to kick the living shit out of them, so I wouldn't be afraid of them. But I was in, I was in that's Canada. True. They're, they're fucking drama geeks. Yeah, so you really are afraid yeah. of a drama nerd? They're, Come they're on, they're acting. acting. Yeah, but they are. You're afraid of Gary Johnson? But what? A, what a perfect they're Canadian. Place. 
There were what Canadian. a perfect place to hide a serial killer. That, thank you. Thank you, Marky. That's my point. I felt like I was in the middle of a movie. Why not hide a serial killer there? Right. Maybe because they're yeah. I, think that, was an, I think that was on an episode of Bones one time. <laughs> so that that's my point, DP. So I I'm, I'm trying I'm trying to AJ I'm trying to Temperance uh, Brennan. I'm trying to draw that's a parallel. Right. Temperance Brennan, draw... my girl. All right, I'm trying to draw a parallel to DP, but we are par- we we have we have we've gone off here. We've gone yeah, off we've, we've right, lost so, it. Yeah, we've anyway. lost it, folks. Which is normally the the case, so we should call yeah. it an evening. Um, no, no, say- no. It's it's good that we went over like what scares us because it is not mm. the spooky season. Yeah, it's, it's a spooky good. season. And if you guys uh, see us on social, if you guys uh, find us on social media, want to yeah. email us and tell us like what scares, what scares shit you, you or yeah. or re- recommend like something scary for us, we'll watch it. That would be awesome. Hell yeah! So. Um, we do uh, so, uh, Marky. When you were taking the dog out, we were uh, we were talking about it, and you came up with a good idea for next week's episode. And we're gonna we should announce it now. Do a, you know what? We've done a couple weeks of scary shit, right? right. We fooled around long enough. You fooled around long enough. Let's do a couple of comedies next week. Need something funny. So yeah, yeah. Cleanse the palate. Both, Cleanse the palate with humor. Both Netflix movies. So guys, if you're listening. Stream these movies on Netflix. We're going to do No Hard Feelings with Jennifer Lawrence, and we're going to do Old Dads. It's the uh, the Bill Burr written and directed flick, Bobby Cannavale and Bookie Woodbine. Um, mm-hmm. So check those movies out before next week. We're going to review those, maybe do some other stuff because it's only a couple of movies and they're co- comedy, so it's not. I don't think they got a ton of you know. Yeah, not a shitload of substance to it. Maybe we'll come right. up with something else to do. Uh, maybe a game, DP. Eh? Yeah, maybe we'll do a game. We'll do a game. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not, put, I'm not. I'm not going to put the Rotten Tomatoes title up or anything like that because none of you deserve it. But uh, mm-hmm. um, damn, I'm just saying. All right, I'm not. A, <laughs> I'm not a fighting champion. Sixty-nine, so, Bob. Belt's over there. Actually, I can see it. So, um, anyways, guys, before we call it an evening, anybody get any get anything else before we go? Two things. One, DP. Where can people find us? Oh yes, once again, uh, hit us up on social media. We are uh, everywhere uh, at Movie Council Pod, uh, and you can email us. It's we're everywhere, MovieCouncilPod at gmail.com. And yeah. yeah, wherever you listen, and we're all over Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google, wherever. Find us, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. And Give us five out. stars. Yeah, Booyah. Please. And I do have a recommendation. So for the spooky Hello. season, I've been watching on Hulu um, American Horror Story. I went back to the vault. Mm. Like the old school Hulu stuff. Like mm. American Horror Story Coven. I've been watching that season. That was the third season of the American Horror Story. the witch season. It's terrific. Really? It is terrific. Yeah, I think I only watched the probably, first season. It's probably the best season they did. I couldn't get oh, into shit. it. I couldn't get into it. I loved I, the first season. I really loved it. So I really like the first um, season. Yeah. What's her face is in it? Um, the girl we love from Six Feet Under, the older lady, uh, Francis Conroy. Yeah, she's lovely. She's lovely. But uh, so the whole the whole cast is there. Jessica Lange, Evan Peters, like the whole the cast is there, and also obviously, um, Kathy Bates is in it. Uh, huh. Angela Bassett, like. Wow, it's it's pretty cool, man. I liked it a lot. I have two episodes left. 
for the season. I'm really enjoying it. So just for like the Halloween season, Hello. if you want to try to binge it, it's on Hulu. Okay. Good to know. Love it. All right. Well, we should call it evening. We fooled around long enough. All right. I uh, agree. We should call it <laughs> TP. What 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 is what, what, what does that mean, DP? We what? fooled around long enough. Let's yeah, call it a what, night. What why? Why because it's time to call it a night. Yeah, but it's a hey, uh, but DP, DP, is it is it Greg or is it is it Greg? Grog? Grog? Greg? Greg? Grog. Oh, that's it. Greg. No, you Greg. got it. I think you got it, Black. The third one. I think you got it. All right. Anyways. All right. Let's call it. All right. For myself, DP, AJ, Marky, you guys have a wonderful week. Have a safe Halloween. We'll be back with some comedies next week. We love you guys. Have a great week. Good night. Good night. Night. All right. Marky, Piano Man, play us out. <laughs> the Movie Council is adjourned. <laughs>